chill, 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 chill. Yo, 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 yo. What's going on, guys? What's going on? This is the Say Word Podcast, episode 33. We are in the house. What jersey is that? Is that Pippin jersey? Who's, who's? Might as well be Pippin. That's the strongest 33. Has to be the strongest. No. Yeah. Well, Bird, but but what's his name? Has more rings. Okay. Pippin got more rings. Pippin episode. Because it could. Because 33 is definitely Bird, though. So, yeah, because it's it's definitely Bird. Because you know, but Pippin Bird, has is more Bird rings. On the, is he on the Rushmore? No, can hmm. be on the Rushmore. Hmm. It, I don't. He's not on. He, he shouldn't be on anybody's Rushmore. Not to be disrespectful, Larry, to Larry Bird? Bird. But who would he be, think about? Who he would surpass to be on right, the Rushmore? Right, right, right. Because right. you have to put Kareem on there. You have to put if you, Magic even, on there. Even if you go, you have position. to put Jordan. So there's only one. There's really only one spot. And he's not even the best forward because mm. that's LeBron. So who is he going to surpass? You're not putting him over Magic. <laughs> You're not putting him over Magic. You're not well, putting him over Kareem. He's in the conversation. I mean, they're all in the conversation. Anybody can be in the conversation. Speaking of conversation. I heard. How do you feel about that? That was ridiculous. I think he was hating a little bit. That's definitely hate. That's definitely hate. I For those like- who don't understand what we're talking about, <laughs> the GOAT himself he, he is I and I am one A one B. I couldn't believe he said that on on air. Not like him. Steph wouldn't give every point guard that you ever played against Buckets. and played with fifty points. <laughs> Buckets easily. Yeah, he those, has three championships. For those who are late or or this is early, I guess. Uh, Michael Jordan said that although Stephen Curry is a great player, he is not a Hall of Famer yet, which is wild because. <laughs> The greatest shooter of all time, the first unanimously voted MVP. Should have been. That's bullshit, but that's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's enough to to be on a resume. That man the is greatest shooter of all time. Should is the resume enough? And he has three championships. First ballot, first year out of the league. Yeah, easy. That's very easy. Easy. Even if he stopped playing today, first ballot, velvet rope. Come on in. Welcome. <laughs> you gonna, gonna put John Stockton on Steph? Not at all. Cause he's shifty too. People don't. People see the shot. No, okay, he shot. You gonna put Isaiah Thomas on stuff? I'd love to see that. Bad boy defense. I'd love to see that. The only person, the only point guard you could put on Steph is Magic, because he's like four or five inches taller. Not even fair. Everybody else, it's 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 wash season. AI. AI don't play defense. AI don't play defense. So, I'm talking about who's gonna guard him. Like you're not gonna guard him. You can't guard him. Pat Beth. We'll see this year. We will see. We will see. But he's yeah. got a lot going on. He's got an upward battle. But we can talk about basketball. We'll get wow. there. NBA season begins today. It's, an, it's that's this is the best time of year to watch Sports Center. Yeah, because nothing against baseball, but catches don't really like get the shit out the top ten. Right. Like, <laughs> Watching every every Friday, four out of the ten. Or just catches to like second base. Don't get me wrong, Nothing baseball is a very difficult sport, and I respect it. 100%. But as professional sport compared to other professional sport, like Lamar Jackson is getting a hundred yards passing and rushing. Like, like show me that. You know what I mean? Please and thank you. When it's football and basketball, like on Sports Center, right? It's the best time. All right, all right. Let's we'll, we'll talk about sports we'll later, there. bro. So you went, we, you went somewhere last weekend. Yeah. Um. You spoke in a panel mm-hmm. at this at this event. What was it called? Uh, Synapse. 
Okay. Yeah, it started in um, it started in Tampa. Mm-hmm. It's an innovation. It's an innovation conference. Okay. Um, the one in Tampa is at the arena. Like it's. Where was this one at? This one was downtown at Ace Cafe. It was. It was still pretty fire. Oh, nice. But, excuse me, but um, it's very interesting. Uh, how, man, how am I going to say this the right way? It's very interesting how technology is the vehicle for gentrification. Mm. Innovation becomes a vehicle for gentrification. Like that's how, so that's what they kind of call it now. Not saying that, it's, that that's what this conference was about, but just saying that if you really kind of peep game, uh, we want the best, um, for example, we want the best, most innovative arena Boom, boom, boom! In the city, we're gonna take this take this arena, tear it down, build it up, the most innovative, technologically sound arena in the country, in the league. Mm-hmm. But then you think about the area where that's getting built, that low prop value, mm-hmm. right? But then so you, they get more bang for their buck for the land. Exactly. So then now, you know, you bringing uh, in this whole new, huh. this whole new kind of traffic to that area, to this new technological area. So now you got around that, you got to build, you know, homes, homes. There's a brewery on, on Paramore. Wow, bro. On Paramore, bro. Uh-huh. I, you know, I grew up on Paramore. Right, right. So to see that there's a, if there needs to be a brewery there, which I have, I struggle to say. Um, right. The word brewery and Paramore. So uh, they don't even coexist. Yeah, it doesn't. Normal, in normal context. Because, you know, you think in bar. Right. When you say brewery, there's a level of. Um, I don't want to say consumer consumerization, but it's a, a connoisseur. Like a brewery is for a beer connoisseur. Right. I like my IPAs. I like my like. It's not just beer, right? Versus just a bar, right? So now, who goes to breweries? We don't go there. Not to say we're not cultured enough to go there, but the average black person, we go into the bar, right? We're not going to the brewery. We're not, just give me a beer. It's like okay, here's a beer menu. It's like nigga, course, natty ice. Something like Heineken. that. Heineken. Keep it easy. So you you bring in the arena. Now speaking of, we're sipping on Yinglings. Shout out to shout out to the college days. Right. Around the right. arena, you need to have um living, you need to have shopping, you need to have entertainment. So all hmm. that came in under the Trojan horse horse of technology, innovation, bring it to this like that's that's and that's you never really realize it until you break it down like that, and that's everywhere. You just have to be woke on it. Like um, seeing Paramore in that area become what it's become is sixty forty for me. Mm-hmm. Sixty because you have a K through eight that has a program that would allow them to go straight from high school into college, and I think it's either the first two semesters are totally free if they go through this trajectory. You know what I mean? So fire, right? You know, you build a new school, you build a bigger boys and girls club. You got UCF, Valencia, all that is like right down there. So these kids can go from Paramore straight down the path into air quote success. Mm-hmm. Love that. But then property, you know, property value goes up. Property, so they have to move. Property owners got to charge more money. People who don't make that kind of money, you get pushed out. So technically the K through eight program isn't for these people. It, it may be for the first two years, but in long run, they're not going to be mm-hmm. here because they can't afford to live there. In the next five, ten years. That's quick maths. It's good, yes. You get an education, you get a you get a head start. Mm-hmm. The bad is you, you can barely live in this district because So the head start's not really for you. You just got lucky that you're here now. Right. Right. 
So because gentrification weeds you out sooner or later. Little by little. And it's not all bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I have, and this is not bragging or whatever, but I was, because of my story, um, when they were doing the planning for this whole, like, what they're doing with Paramore and all that, um, they brought me in because I'm on both sides. I lived there, and then, you know, I made it out, so to speak. So just hearing them kind of like, oh, we want to do this, 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 and this, and this, and this, and like, what do you think? For me, it's like, as long as there's something that, is a remnant of what it once was before all this happened. That's all I think I would care about as a person who grew up there. Right. Because there's nothing wilder than going to where you grew up. And, like, and it's not home anymore. I don't recognize none of this. Right. So they're doing a um, dedication. It's almost like a Central Park. And in that Central Park is going to be, you know, dedicated to like. The remnants of old Paramount. Yeah. And the people who helped build it. Because soon they may even change the name. They wanted to. They want to change it to the Innovation District. Right. See how it works? Mm-hmm. He said they want to change it to that. Um, and then I'm the only person of color in these situations. It's like, what do you think? I was like, that don't even sound like Paramore. Like, That's the point, though. Yeah. So you got to be careful with technology and innovation because with all these things coming in, it's a Trojan horse. Mm. It looks great. Yes, let's do this. Build it up. You know, add living, add college, add all that. But if you're not ready for it, then you just get left. Yeah. Or if you can't afford to stay, you get left. So now you push people further and further to OBT, mm-hmm. to over OBT. Because back in the day, I-4 was the line. Downtown Church Street, you got to I-4. As soon as you hit I-4, everything after that, hood. Like hard, literally the hood. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it started to push down. It went from I-4 to like... um Terry Anderson and all that. That's when they built City View. And then when you put City View right there, you attracted a new, which is a Section 8. I don't know if a lot of people know that. That's a Section 8 building. Mm-hmm. So you can get in there for like $400 a month if you mm-hmm. qualify. Oh, okay. Even cheaper. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know a lot of people in there, mm-hmm. 200 a month. You just can't put your boyfriend on a lease. <laughs> right. But they in there. So now you have this high rise in the middle of the hood. You want to attract high rise paying people. You got to put high-rise amenities around that. So it's all tactics, man. It's all, but you just got to kind of like, mm, mm, okay, it's going to cost something. Mm. It's going to cost us something. What's it going to cost us? We got to move four blocks down. Right. For the betterment of the city almost. No, betterment of your bank account. No, I'm saying that's their goal. Mm-hmm. You, see, you see that church next to this, um, uh, the... Orlando City Stadium, that little church. Mm-hmm. You know how much they offered them to move? And they wouldn't budge. Wow. Mm-hmm. Eight figures, wouldn't budge. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's still there. They mm-hmm. will not move. We've been here for X amount of years. We're not moving. And in every gentrification situation, you got those people. Right, that are not going to move. This is my land. Like I, I own, own this land. I so own the moving. land. I'm not paying rent. I own the land. Right. So you want me to move? I'm not moving. Okay. Then you have to build around me. That's it. And they stay there. Yeah. You got this huge arena. There's a little bitty church. Right. Right next to it on, on this little lot. Hmm. To own in America, right? They're going to try and That's get it from you sooner or later. Bro. Dirt. Yeah. True. Very That's true. All you can ever own is dirt. Right. I mean, that's what everything was kind of built on. That's what most of the wars mm-hmm. were on was just land. What was our biggest offer? 40 acres. Right. 
40 acres in a mule. Because Word. they knew, so even they transport. knew. That's it. The only value that we have is dirt. Because that dirt could then be handed down from generation to generation. If you own the dirt, you make the decisions. Right. On what to do around it. Mm-hmm. There's a church over on John Young, uh, right off of I-4. No. What's that? Going towards the Millennium Mall and all that. Is that 417? I-4? I-4. I-4. They owned, uh, I don't know how many acres it was. That Walmart that's over there? Mm-hmm. They own that land. What are you talking about? First Baptist? Hope. Of Orlando? Nope. That's Hope Church. Oh, it's okay. called Hope Church. Mm. So they own that land. They leasing it to Walmart. To, wow. Right. Jesus. Dirt, bro. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Walmart, Walmart could give you $40 million for the land, or I can charge you. For the land. Forever. Right. Yeah. Until I want you gone. It's all about right now money. You want you want short money. You want long money. Right. Yeah, that's fact. Forty million would be nice. Right. But two hundred k a month for the rest of my life. Mm. And my kids' lives. And my kids' lives. And my kid and their kids' lives forever. It's different. Because where's Walmart going? Right. Word. <laughs> Word. It's dirt. Right. So you didn't even right. We kind of got off topic. So, um, so what did we talk about? Yeah. Well, yeah. What was it? What did um, you guys? Talk I think about? it's it's off topic, but it was just we talked about social media content. Most of the time, I'm speaking at something is about how to create content, how to manage social media, like stuff like that. Oh, okay. So that's that's typically like what they get me to talk. You know. Okay. Good. But I did go into a lot of what you were talking about, like people wanting to make this new Silicon Valley and stuff like. Yes, that. Yes, I did hear about this thing. Mm-hmm. That's good. I think that would be good for Orlando at the end of the day. I mean, it's a lot of money because we are there is already a lot of money in Orlando just because of everything that's already here. Mm -hmm. I guess. I mean, it was a lot of money, and at any given time in any given room at that conference, (laughs) right? It was it's people who exited three. They you know they start a business, Mm -hmm. exited ten million, start another one, exit that one, thirteen million, start another one, and this is just how they make their money, build a system. Sell the system, build okay. another one, and it's just like Castamar exited six times. I'm like, you what? Wow! And he's like, I just love Orlando because it's a, it's a small market. Mm-hmm. They want to turn Silicon Valley here. It makes sense, right? Because there's nothing here. Like I don't want to say there's nothing here, but the competition is not like in California. Everywhere else, right? Exactly. So you right. can you can really like turn boom, them on. Yeah, boom, boom, boom. The boom, turnover boom. can be real much quick. quicker, real quick. Wow. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's good to know like what the city is going towards. Yeah. Right. Yeah. City under construction is a city with a future. And I, I keep telling people that. It's like, oh, I'm leaving. I'm going. Da, da, da. All right. <laughs> Everybody who left in the last five going to be back in the next five. Guaranteed. Mm. Yeah, I can guarantee it. Everybody you know who went to D.C., went to Atlanta, went to wherever they went to, they're going to start seeing Orlando in a different view. And they're going to be like, dang. I think I need to go home. Mm. They're going to be right back. Guaranteed. The homies will be in town. (laughs) (laughs) I guarantee it, bro. Mm. Okay. Well, speaking of the homies, shit. Peace to Brian. Busy man. Right. Busy man. He's not here tonight. But we're holding it down. Peace to you, brother. Whatever you're at. Hope you're doing all right. Counting money somewhere. Word. Hopefully. (laughs) That's the the goal of life, right? Yeah. That is the goal of life. I couldn't make it because I had to count my money tonight. 
I'll mm. see y'all tomorrow. Wow. What Goals. A what a life. Wealth. Wealth. <laughs> what kind of music you've been checking the last couple of weeks, man? Really, man, um, I'm still a SoundCloud person. Mm. I listen to, you know, you know, SoundCloud got hella ads now. I listen to SoundCloud, like, um, Complexion. I listen to, like, Selection, like, the 90-minute playlist. And you just keep it real. And just, yeah. I just, you, don't, you don't just pay for it so you don't do without the ads? If I'm listening at 90 minutes at a time, I rarely get an ad. Oh, that's good. Because oh, because there's no, you're not skipping. Nope, it's, it's usually just, the ads is when you change the exactly. station. Exactly. It's a one-hour set. You can do, you can do two sets of 90 minutes before you got to hear an ad. By that time, I'm like, oh, well, that's good. Life hack, I guess. Right. But um, on the mainstream side, I'm kind of like the radio, bro. You know, the radio kind of just, I got 12 songs that I'm running this month and that's it. Mm-hmm. And I just rotate those songs over and over and over. If somebody might throw something else in, I might I might peep. But I'm really like listening to the same shit over and over. And yeah. just keep it going that yeah. way. What you listening to? I'm not going to lie to you, bro. Oh, speaking of, see murders in the house. Murder, murder. Hello, hello. She's <laughs> drinking Coors. Um, last couple of weeks, I'd say maybe like the last month and a half. I don't know if you've ever heard of these guys. Uh, Griselda. Mm-mm. It's like a record company. Mm-mm. Bro, they got three rappers. These these niggas are out of Buffalo. Bro, when I say like, it is like the most nostalgic New York rap music that I've heard in the last. Since Joey. Joe, oh, Badass? Mm-hmm. Joey used to give me very nostalgic. It's, it's like that. Mm-hmm. It's like that, but it's very like. It's very like drug rap. It's like very New York drug rap. So it's almost like that mob deep, early, early hole. Why do you think we like drug rap? I don't know what it is, bro, <laughs> but like I have been in a rabbit hole, bro. <laughs> like for the last dead ass, bro, five, six weeks, every day, all day. Cause what a feeling. Man. What a feeling. I gotta put you on to these guys, bro. Out, Especially if you like, if you like, like rap, like rap, rap music. I'm hella, bro. I hella love drug rap. If you like that, bro, like you may be in the rabbit hole with me, bro. I'm talking. Mm. I'm like twelve. I'm a good twelve albums in now. Like <laughs> they got just, that much music. Yeah, it's 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 like music on music on music yeah, on music. One of them is signed. They signed their record company with Shady. Mm-hmm. With M, mm-hmm. so you know, obviously. You got to have bars for that. Right. And then one of them uh, signed with Rock uh, Rock Nation, with Hove. They're not a group, though? They're not a group. They're like a collective. They're almost Noted. like a collective. Noted. There's three of them. West Side Gun, um, Benny the Butcher, and Conway. I feel like I've heard of Benny the Butcher. Bro, when I say fire, bro. Like Slaughterhouse. Remember when Slaughterhouse was kind of? Yeah. It's almost like that, but. They're much better than Slaughterhouse, in my opinion. I don't know. I really like Joel Ortiz, man. I feel like he had like a great pen. He, he did have a good pen. His voice just didn't. I think his voice doesn't echo well with the music. Mm. Like I feel like he, he almost sounds out. better a cappella, maybe. Yeah. Especially with out. his um ad libs. It just doesn't sometimes, you know, it's all about beats too. It's all about beat selection. Mm. Sometimes too. That's you don't know where he is. Exactly. That's the epitome of drug rap. But I mean, 
but he's also giving you a lot of good bars with the beats, which yeah. is he's giving you equal. Yeah. It's like equal fire. So nothing is carrying over to the next one. Mm. You want to hear the whole song almost in its entirety. Excuse me. Because if you think like a DMX, DMX's voice, Jada's voice, they could take over the beat. Like they can just. But that's what you're listening. You're almost like the beat has almost come second to what they're saying. Mm. I got to check on what's it called? Mm. What's it called? Griselda? Oh, Griselda. Uh, West Side Gun, Benny the Butcher, or Conway. I'm going to put you on, bro. Okay. There's three of them, bro. Like, they each got like five, six, seven tapes in. Young Cats? Nah, they're like 35. So they're like seasoned, but they like just came out. Mm. So it's like, they don't sound like new people. So when you listen to them, it's very like, wow, bro. Yeah. Has has anything come out recently that have you like? I mean, aside from like your favorites, you know what I mean. Like, what was the music last, wise? Yeah, what was the last drop you was excited about? I know you waiting on Cardi. Speaking of, wow, he let us down last Friday. Who that? Oh, yeah, Cardi. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. supposed to drop a whole lot of red. Yeah, but instead, it's just a whole bunch of um, leaks. You think that was strategic? You think that was accidental? I think somebody is hacking his um, hard drive. My theory, I don't believe in leaks. I believe a a leak is marketing disguised as a leak. No, some leaks I think are leaks because sometimes you can hear like unfinished songs. Why would you want to release unfinished music? Like when you can, when the art, when the audience can tell the song is not finished, Mm -hmm. why would you release it? It can taint how the finished song is going to be. What if I hate it? I think it's buzz. Because in 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 a lot of different markets, like they do the leak, like the new iPhone leaked. But I mean, the buzz can just be you in the in the studio. If you if you generate enough buzz, you don't need to leak your own music. I'm not saying he did that. I'm just saying that when I hear leak, mm-hmm. I never take it as oh, somebody's doing it. Somebody to you. stole my music. Somebody stole out of my mal- You never think malice. Never. I always think strategy, because. If it was a leak, why is it leaking now that you're relevant? Like now that a new music from you is relevant, it doesn't leak until new music from you is anticipated. It could be almost like tabloids. You get paid for the leak instead of the pictures. But that person has to be relevant during that time for it to be valuable. That's what I'm saying. Right. So you're not, you're not, your leak isn't valuable until you're valuable. Right. So, so once you become more, you know, you have more notoriety, the people next to you may be like, yo, I'll give you, I don't I don't know how this stuff mm-hmm. works because mm-hmm. I don't know why you would pay for a leak mm-hmm. either because that's kind of dumb. Like what kind of value are you getting to play a song that's not finished? Credibility. So the next time you pop a leak. But the song's not even finished yet. That's what I'm saying. So it's clout. So if, if you know, if the last time Pascal As a said, DJ. Yeah, Pascal said he leaked. Whoever, whoever, whatever. The next time Pascal said he got a leak. I understand DJs attention. doing it because I remember like back in the day you'd hear about artists breaking running into clubs mm-hmm. because the DJ had the songs that they would steal. <laughs> but if you're not doing stuff like that, like I guess clout, but as, if you're not Ye. a DJ, what what do you need? Think about Ye in that last good music run. Mm-hmm. Ye was in the news more than ever during that time. Right. You're talking about the weekly thing in June? 
Not just, I'm talking about everybody's album was coming out, seven songs. Yeah, yeah that one. Like the whole good music run. Mm -hmm. He was in the news like crazy. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just part of the process. It's like part of the marketing. I need to be relevant. So I think when people leak stuff, I don't want to say Playboy is leaking his stuff, but it's just very convenient that now stuff is leaking from you when it could have leaked six months ago. What's the difference between six months ago and it leaking now? Mm hmm I just think it's convenient. Let me not say I think it's um, clout chasing or whatever. I just think it's very, very convenient, coincidental. That's the word I'm going to use. But, but I'm asking you, you think coincidental in the sense of the person doing it himself? Coincid I mean, because, you know, these people are machines. Mm -hmm. So the person you see, there's 12 people behind that person. Sure, you're right. So there could be, you know, hey, let's just, this is a throwaway. This is actually you. This was supposed to make it on the album. It's not even a B-side. Mm -hmm. Let's call it a leak. Put that out. Not drop the album. Raise the, you know, the the demand. Mm -hmm. Don't supply it when they ask for it. People still thirsty. Next week, drop it. Boom. Roll out. That's it. Part of the rollout. It's just coincidental to me. I can dig it. I can dig yeah, it. I, it's, I just find it very coincidental. Mm -hmm. Because Apple does that. The latest iPhone uh -huh. leaks. It's those those things that you you put me on. Yeah, betas and betas. All that. So to be like, oh, speaking of dark mode, you got dark mode on your phone, of course, thousand percent. As I, soon as it was available, I was like, oh, this is fire. <laughs> Switch the whole thing to dark I'm, mode. I'm going to say something that's going to sound like a flex, but I've had it since. Oh, here we go, March. You've had dark mode everything since March, yeah. oh, because of the beta thing. Mm -hmm. Wow, damn. That's why niggas be like, oh, dark mode, and da 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 da, and I can do this. I'm like, nigga, I've been doing that. Weird but flex, then, but okay. Yeah, you know what I mean? But I don't want to be like, oh. Silly. <laughs> That's what me and Brian was like, yo, you need to jump on yeah. the betas because. That's what it is. You can already have like all these features before. The features even come out. In no, in October, in August, October. You had it since March. So it's not like jailbreaking? Nope. It's, it's all from Apple. So essentially what it is, before they drop the new version of the software, they give it to their developers to test it, to make sure everything works, make mm -hmm. sure the apps work, et cetera. But people like you and me can have a developer account and then be able to test it. Ourselves. Ourselves, yeah. So, okay, so it's not some... No, it's no. you can't break your phone. It's just, you just have access. You just, you're just a nerd, basically. <laughs> That's basically what it is. It's interesting that regular people can have user development mm -hmm. accounts with Apple. Well, you can pay for it. It costs one fifty, um, or you just wait and go on YouTube, and niggas be like, "This is how blah 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 blah." Here you blah. go. You didn't get this from me. Oh, these are the gems. Episode yeah. thirty three. They're <laughs> the like, "Here you go," and then it's fun, mm -hmm. but it's not always like stable. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? You got it's a beta, right? So, it's a test. But these betas, as of late, have been like pretty golden. Oh, easy. Oh, nice. Okay. No issues. That's why we're trying to get you on. That's the worst. You hit your knee or your elbow? Mm -hmm. I'm good. No worries. <laughs> oh, man. Shit. Speaking of, that movie comes out this weekend, Jesus is King. Are you going to see it? I don't know what, I don't know what I'm seeing. Yeah. The trailer brought, what, that Brian sent us, I thought it was, I was like, I it's thought it was going to be longer. It's cool. It's just, Pause. it's just like a zoom. Nigga, what am I seeing? <laughs> I don't know. But I thought it was like some um, only premiered on Thursday. It's all weekend. Mm -hmm. You can watch it on Sunday. 
So I'm gonna just go to like it's only IMAX on Point Orlando though. He's going or at Point Orlando. He's going hard on this, this whole Jesus is uh, Jesus save stuff Jesus, like Jesus wave. He's like I'm done doing like secular music. That's the devil's music. I'm yeah. like, whoa. When you're born again, who got the yay? Somebody did, but whoever got the yay didn't get to Kim. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was watching. I was by now. You guys have seen that little clip. Oh man, that was, was so like, funny. I was like, "Dang, did he handle that well?" Or was he like, "Oh, his cameras. Let me just peace out." I didn't watch the clip, to be honest, because I I don't watch Keep It Up with the Kardashians. I don't either. Not no like I don't. Hey, if you watch it, everybody's entitled to whatever the fuck they watch. I don't care. Um. I mean, at the end of the day, like, just because you change, you can't change somebody. Now, you would hope that the person takes the walk with you, especially That's something dope. so severe as, you know what I mean, like, secular versus non-secular <laughs> living. But, I mean, you married Kim Kardashian, my nigga. Like, what did you think was going to happen to you? I th- the part of it that kind of... So you can't be you can't be self-conscious about who you married now. Like the woman already has like a book of nudes. I didn't know that. Yeah, she has like a book. Like a full book of her like her pictures. Of like her nude pictures. Oh, what's the name of this book for the audience? Only for the audience. audience for the- I'm not sure. <laughs> I think purposes. you can like find it on Google. I don't know. I just know that there's a like she made a book, marketed this book of like her sexy photos and her nudes. Yeah, I thought I- this was like Pretty like common news. I know. See, Marta? You knew about that? Kim Kardashian new book. Even. You knew about it? I wouldn't. I didn't. Even, I didn't. I wouldn't know. All right. Shout I, out to Simarda. I think when when he said when he said um, as your husband, like when it starts like that, you gotta you gotta you gotta kind of like respond to that in a different way. You can, but it's also in a sense of checking because you can also, she can also say as your wife. So it's almost like I'm standing like this is my stance. Yeah. That's why she was like, I can't, I'm, it's cool that you're, you know, walking this faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not doing it with you. In essence, I mean, that's pretty much in totality what she said. Like, I'm not doing you think this that's with enough you. for them to like break up. Yeah. I think they've been on a road to break up. Yeah, a thousand time. percent. They've been on a road to break up since they started. Because, like, certain been. certain people, like, certain men can deal with certain women. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yay is too, like, even in his rap, it's it's too self-conscious kind of music to mm. be with a woman like Kim Kardashian. Mm. It's too much. Yeah. She's been, she's, she's done too much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's odd to be in a room full of everybody that knows your wife. And you're not sure how they know her. Like knows your wife. And you don't know how far along they know her because she's not going to tell you everything. Nobody is. Especially if you've been yeah. wilding. Just, I mean, in essence, it's vice versa. But she can deal with somebody like Kanye West. She was dating Ray J. Ray J. Kanye West not worse than Ray J. Dang, just like knows your wife. You know what I'm saying? Like, like think seen, about it. I've seen your wife naked. S- smashing. We've naked. all seen her naked. But I've seen her naked. I know what she's doing. I know mm. what she does to you because she, does she did it to my man. Wow. It's different. 
Mm-hmm. Certain men, certain men, like there's men that are like, oh, that's that's dirt off your shoulder. For me, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Not all men can do stuff no. like that. It's not that easy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's a big hit to their security. Think about it. The homie smashed, and you wifed her. <laughs> the homie smashed, and you wifed her, and we all saw. Yeesh. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you hope, you know, all marriages last, but something like that, like, yeah, he wanted to be with her because of, like, you know, what it would do for him. Of course. And, I mean, and, like, you see what it did for him. But at the end of the day, it's two sides to every coin. You You take the positive for the negative, and these are the negatives. So now that you're trying to change your own life, at the end of the day, this is still your wife, bro. You, You met me like this. Period. It's kind of like, this is me. Well, yay. You just got to take this on the chin. You already have, what, four kids? And she said, she's like, you built me up to be like this. Like, you did like you did this. Yeah. So now you're saying you don't want to do this He took everything that she was and kind of flipped it and made it, like, in a positive and, like, Five held times. her up yeah, for yeah. it. So now you're trying to knock me for this? Like. And I feel like rich people, no knock at rich people. You. I feel like rich people... It's like their their interests swing so wildly, like they could be they could be into this, and then swing and then into like out of it. So I think yeah, I mean Kim is kind of looking at it as he's just on this Christian thing, and then in two months, boom, he's gonna be out of it because he was on the you know he was on the Trump, then he was out of it. Now you super saved, so now it's like, what's the, what's for her is just like oh this is your transformation. In two months, you ain't going. Do you see any like similarities with this? Um, Jesus is King, Sunday service, you know all this mm. with that um, documentary, that Jesus documentary. Which one? The Jesus documentary on Netflix with I like seen the it. political leaders. Yes, I did see that. That's one of the wildest documentaries I've ever seen. It was wild. <laughs> oh, man. You don't see any, like, remember, he's trying to run soon. Yeah. I mean, you I think. You have to be in this to run. I think the, I don't see, like, the brotherhood part. Like, the, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I will hesitate to call it a cult. But I don't see, like, the big brother part. Because mm. with that doc, it was like, big brother was there. You don't see him yet. I don't see him yet. So I need to know who's around because if they had to have met him, if they're doing all this prison reform, if Ye is anything, Ye is very like, like you can you can really influence him. You he's talking I mean? about Jesus now. That's yeah. the number one thing. He's, he's very to spread it through music. Who else could spread Jesus through music better than Ye? Not Kirk Franklin. I yes. know you guys fuck yes, with Kirk, Kirk but. Not more than yay. It's not happening. But see, that's that's the thing right there, right? That's the big thing. Yay is literally making it cool to go to church and listen to like church music. Negative. Watch what this album does. I'm not saying that. I'm saying there are other people who are not making it more than yay, based off of what you know. But I'm saying it's like other uh, Michael Todd, Transformation Church. They make it cool to like. Love God, go to church. Because if you see him... It's cool, but it's not like... What I'm saying is... It ain't Ralph, though. Like, it's cool, but what, it's not yay cool. What? No, no. What I'm telling you is... It's like that. It's I'm talking about it's like that. Like, people leaving and moving to Tulsa, Oklahoma. 
just for this church. No. What's bro. in Tulsa, bro? You're not no, bro. I'm trying I'm I'm telling you from the perspective of a person. If Ye gets those people, the Michael Todd people, he already has the secular people, so you're not beating him. But see, Ye's authenticity is not there. He doesn't he's not he's not fully I don't think he's authentic enough for people to say I'm going to which get side? On, on the Michael Todd on the Christ, side. On the Christian side. For, for you once, s- if it's good music and I'm preaching Jesus, why wouldn't it be? Are you judging me? No, I thought only it's God can because judge. Because it's more than music. Right. It's more than music. But the people making your music are doing worse things than what I'm doing. That's, but that's not how people view it. So when, when, when Christians make a... People who are like really living... The, mm-hmm. their, mm-hmm. It's, it's, off, it's really based off of like track record. It's like living this... For real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can't tell me about ball if you've never played ball before. Fact. So a Michael Todd and Transformation Church, what they're doing is they're the fundamentals are true to form. Mm-hmm. They love God. They love people. Like, And he dresses like you think he was a rapper, in a sense. Off-white. He's got like choker chains. Like, In a way, people relate to him because they're not this like rigid. He's not a rigid pastor, young guy. Um, so people are uprooting their whole lives and going in that direction. I don't think Ye has that type of influence to make people say, I'm going to stop doing this, living this life, and then go live this life. You can, he can make you stop listening to this music and listen to this music, but Ye doesn't have the influence to make you change You're not going to change your lifestyle. But that's what but Michael Todd does. change the music. Because Michael Todd can change people over there, but you're still... Like I've never even heard of that guy who you got you're talking mm-hmm. about. That's why he's that's how far he's not over here, is what I'm saying. And that's the perspective I'm giving you as so, a person who's on this side. But the and, people over there have heard of Kanye West. Yes. But it won't make them any more But you're gonna at least listen to the music. Okay. Because you know it's the music that relates to the music that you like. So you will at least want to hear it. Okay. The secular people are already gonna listen to it because of the it's person. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. So I'm not I, saying like he's going to be the... the Messiah. The, the, no, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying in a sense of like what you said, this is not coincidental mm-hmm. that he's making this kind of album. I think I think believers are going to look at it as a money play. In the same way... It that, is a money play. In though. the same way that Snoop did the Christian album, then did the, you know, he had the... It's regular. a de- different demographic. That's it. It's, a t- it's touching a different demographic to see if it sticks. Exactly. I think that's how believers are going to view it because there there are so it's it's just it has to be authentic. So now that you're hearing all of this, remember last episode, do you feel like now it this is a ploy or do you feel like this is still like some type of awakening that he's gotten? Somebody got to yay. You know what I mean? Somebody mm-hmm. because But do you think it's authentic? I can't judge that. I'm just asking. Um I, I I'm sincerely sincerely my answer is I can't judge that. Because I need to know who he's dealing with. That the person who's influencing him to make this turn, because based off of that, you have to kind of, you have to, you know, you can't judge the tree by the fruit in a way. So right now, Kanye is a fruit of a tree. We just need to know who's who's pouring who's into supplying, him. Who's yeah, supplying who the, is influencing him? Right, because, because based off of that, then I can say it's know, hard to know if somebody's changing when they're selling something. Sure, with the change, mm-hmm. you never know if it's authentic exactly. or not because. Because right now people are saying, and it's a sports analogy, right now people are saying at buy 
um, MVP candidate time, Ben Simmons will be in that conversation because he's being trained by a Kobe or this person. But for you to even take that seriously. I was like, wait, is this real? Yeah. Yeah. So for you to even take that seriously, you have to judge it off of who's training him. Oh, change in Kanye. I was like, I completely right, forgot what we were talking yeah. about. I was like, Ben Simmons, MVP. Yeah. But that's this is true. This, they're uh-huh. saying this. But mm. it's you have to base it off of who's training. Right, right, right. And then you say, oh, he's training with Kanye. Or I mean, he's training with Kobe. Blah, 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 blah. blah. Yeah, then you're like, oh, okay. Then this might be. So that's kind of like how people are viewing Ye. Because we know him to be shifty sand, you know, on how he feels about stuff. First, he's Trump. Now, Trump manipulating me. It's like, okay. Who are you? Who are you? You know what I mean? So now it's like, okay, now that you found some stability and you seem to be together, who's your influence? And then you say, oh, that's my influence. Oh, okay. Now we we base it off of who's this? Mm -hmm. And then that person is like, okay, then now you got somebody solid that's training you. And so we can kind of trust you now. We trust his credibility. Because your credibility your, <laughs> your credibility is shaky, shaky. But if you're saying, you know, Michael Todd, you know, or... So it's almost like you can like him for now. You always like him for now. We have faith in people's change. We want to support a person's change in right. lifestyle direction. Especially when it's progressive. Exactly. So we mm-hmm. don't want to judge you off of who you used to be. Right, right. Because... That's pulling you backwards. Mm-hmm. So we're going to ride with you. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to live this life. You know, you want to stop selling drugs. You want to, okay, you want to start going to school. We can't just be like, nah, but Tyrone, you still a drug dealer at right. the end of the day. Because at that point, then you're not even helping the change. You're, you're killing crippling it. him. So we we trust you and we're going to ride with you until further notice. Mm. So for right now with Ye, a lot of people who are believers, and then I've had this conversation with believers, mm. they're just kind of like, okay, I mean... Just kind of just waiting. We gonna see, but you got a Kirk Franklin, you got a Lecrae, you got all these people who have been who have I like Lecrae. 15, 20 year track records of consistently bringing people to the kingdom. Those people make music that change lives. Mm-hmm. Ye is making music that's influencing lives, but I don't think Ye is making music that's gonna make people say, "I'm not listening to Twenty One no more. I'm not listening to whomever no more. I'm just gonna be saved now." Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Mm. You know, are you trying to change people in that direction? Or are you just trying to change their ears for now? While you're in this change, change this, with me. This is a year, my nigga, when, when this Trump shit happened. Mm-hmm. And then now it's like this is all happening in a matter of a year. Right. Six months. Mm. You swang four times in six months. And now you love the Lord. Okay, we're going to ride with you. We'll see. We'll see how far <laughs> we'll this see goes. Right. Did you see the Joker movie? Yes. What do you think? Definitive. Yeah. You can you can retire the role. There there should not be another Joker for at least 10 to 12 years. No, that's too long. There has it's, to be another Joker. That's the done, fun of it. It's done, bro. I didn't think nobody could outdo Heath. Yeah. It's done. Joaquin's was good. Joaquin did a done. really good job. There can't. If <laughs> the next Joker is literally going to be a clown compared to. Cause you gonna you gotta what look these at two did. you gotta look at Jack you gotta look at Caesar you gotta look at um, Hamill then you gotta look at Heath and then you gotta look at Joaquin that's tough bro yeah <laughs> that's tough what do you think I, <laughs> I didn't realize it was gonna be like funny as well as yeah. like serious because there were parts cynical. that I literally blurted out laughing <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah. it was a very very good movie but I. I'm kind of on the same wave as you. 
I didn't think that anybody could outdo Heath based on what I saw because it was just like, wow. Yeah. He gave but, it his all. Man, Joaquin did a hell of a job. I, I remember Joaquin in Gladiator. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen too many other movies with did him. You see, so I wasn't did you see the one when he trolled the rap industry? Oh, you got to see it. I think it's on Netflix. He okay. was supposed to be a rapper. Like, legit rapper. Met with Timbo, Scott Storch, and it was a documentary, Diddy. Met with all these people, and he trolled, He literally trolled the film and music industry because he, he wanted to be a rapper. So he, he, he basically filmed the process, and he played this role of a, non, being a, rapper. a non-rapper white guy trying to be a rapper, sitting down with real execs. It's great. Oh, wow, so it's almost like method acting. It's great, bro. You oh, got to wow. see it. And hmm. he was on Letterman and all that. He was like, it was a social experiment. If I had seen that, then I would have probably been like, oh, he's going to be fine as a Joker because, speaking of, maybe Shia LaBeouf would be a good Joker. Shia LaBeouf would be a good young Joker? Yes. Now that we're saying this, I think Shia LaBeouf would be a good Joker. I agree with that. I'm looking forward to the next Batman movie that's coming out. I'm on the edge, boy. I think I think he's going to do a good job. He's starting to look kind of cool. <laughs> You know, that's the first thing of Batman. He's pretty Bruce, much like American. He's pretty much American James Bond. Mm-hmm. In essence, cool wise, that's pretty yeah. much who our James Bond is, is Batman. Yeah. So, um, like, or you said Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. So. It's based off the Bruce. You got to, uh, first and foremost, you got to be a good be a Bruce. good Bruce. The Batman part, we could put anybody in Right. Costume. It's just how do you look in a suit? Mm-hmm. I've seen certain things that him in a suit and it's like, he looks pretty good. Looks pretty good in a suit and bow tie. So I was like, okay. That's basically it. At least you can look good just, in a suit and a bow tie. Just look like a rich white man. Right. Or that. But at least like a distinguished, like a Brad Pittish. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a, oh, all right. There that's you go. a good look. Have have the vibe. Right, exactly. Because the women that's, want you. That's what we judge you off of. Exactly. Hey. The rest of it, it's not double. We don't know who under that damn cow. <laughs> Anybody could be under there. Yeah. Because they always say that there are some people that were good Bruce Waynes and not good Batmans and vice versa. Who's your favorite Bruce Wayne? And then your favorite Batman. My favorite Bruce Wayne maybe was it Michael, Michael Keaton? Mm-hmm. The one that was with uh, uh, Penguin. Nicholson. Yep. That Jack one. Nicholson. He's probably my favorite Batman. I mean, Bruce f- favorite Bruce Wayne. My favorite Batman is probably... Um, Christian Bale? Yeah, Christian Bale. I thought he was kind of cool. Like, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go Clooney, Bruce, and then I'm because Clooney looked like an asshole. He looked like a rich asshole. Mm. I was like, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this That's is true. it. Yeah. Um, favorite Batman? I got to give the Affleck. Oh, because you explained you explained this Batman, so yeah. I understood it a little the, bit the more. The older, the older brolic brawler. After he killed yeah, Joker, no gadgets, nigga. I'm here to fight. Yeah. Like, I left the gadgets at the crib. Like, we boxing, bro. I'm not going to hit you with the rope and then tie you up and hang upside down. I'm putting hands on you. That's what I'm here for. I guess after you get your ass beat <laughs> by Bale, like, I mean, uh, by Bane, it kind of changes you for everybody different. else. You're just different. Well, they got Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman in. I can't wait. That's going to be good. To see her in that. I love you, babe. In that Catwoman suit. Because Zoe Kravitz is. The vibe, bro. She is her dad and her mother. She's. I mean, I don't know who else was going for the role. Zoe Kravitz. I could have done, you know, I mean, she's a good actress. I could have done what's her name instead. 
Don't the one Zazie. that's in ATL. Don't say Zazie. Don't Is say that Zazie? Yeah. I like her too, though. They're kind of the same. They look exactly the same. They look the same, but I think Zoe has... I kind of like her vibe a little bit more. She's too happy. She has like the happy, fun girl vibe. I feel like Zoe's like... Yeah. She looks like trouble. I guess that's true. Like she, she might do a line like and, and just... Fuck this club up, bro. Because I, I remember reading that Sinai Lathan was probably was going for Catwoman, Too but old. I but yeah, she was a little older. I was excited. I was like, oh wow. <laughs> all right. Love you, Curly. Because all we're thinking about is all we thinking about is tight leather. Black, tight black leather. With That's what it's whip. Like, wow. With all that. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. That's all that's all guys think that's, about. That's it for me. I was like, wow, she could do a solo movie. <laughs> Just stand there. <laughs> but Zoe, Zoe Kravitz, you said? Mm-hmm. That's the one that's in um, Hunger, Hunger Games. Was she in Hunger Games? That's, that's um, Lisa Bonet and... And yeah, daughter. And Lenny Kravitz's daughter. Okay, I, I know exactly who this is. She was in she was in that... Um, I know who this is. She's okay. dating, I think she's dating Aquaman. Date? Yes. No. Her, do- her mother is dating Aquaman. Negative. She is. She Negative. Is. Yes. Negative. It's Check. Her- I'm pretty it's sure it's Lisa Bonet. Lisa Bonet cannot be dating Jason Momoa, bro. It's, it's like check. a 40-year gap. Just check. Okay. I'm, I'm like, not positive, but close. I think you got the right bloodline. brother. I've only seen pictures of oh, them too. Holy two. shit. Shaz- <laughs> Shazam. <laughs> yeah, I mean, on Google, but. Cash. It's Cash from three. I mean. He's older than you think. He's older than you think. He thought he was in his 20s? That's two years. It was like 40. She's like 45. I mean, Lisa Bonet is also. Right, and she's also Lisa Bonet. She was also. She's also Lisa mean? Bonet. This is how it goes. She's a Huxtable. Shit. Yeah, Lisa Bonet is the original vibe. Oh, they've been together, been together. Are the Huxtables black royalty? 100%. Now that you think about it, huh? 100%. They are probably the original. Next to, next to. Um, That's, there is no, there is no, uh, what's it called? There are no banks without the Huxtables. Agreed. The banks are after the Huxable royalty wise because that's so the then, same kind of concept. So then, um, the Winslows ain't shit then. Middle class, because he's a cop. It's it's middle class, but I mean, you know what I'm saying. Jeffersons are are uptown, uptown. That's upper. That's upper. That's Manhattan. Like, they had condos. That's condo money. So they're pretty much the Huxtables. So are, are, is that what's happening right now? Are, are, we, are we black royalty? Are we counting down the black royalty? The Mar- um, what's it called? Lawrence Martin Payne. Payne. The Paynes yeah. were like middle class. No. Yeah. I think they were lower. I think they were lower like, middle. Lower middle. Yeah. Lower middle. Working class. Working class. He was, he, what did she do? She was um she advertising was, like uh, PR. She, she was she like PR. Exact. She may, she probably had money. That's what I'm saying. So because remember, she had her own spot. This is true. Across the hall. No, Shanene lived across the hall. Oh, she I think did, it was a different building. Her and Pam lived in the same building. Nah, it was, it was a different building? building. Yeah, got you. I'm pretty sure it was a different building. They they yeah. showed it like it was a different building. Mm, so they were trying to show outside. Right. So the top black family in TV is Huxtable, Jeffersons. Top black family in a in, in TV Jeffersons. Nah, he had his own practice in the basement. Jeffersons, bro. 
because he had cleaners. But she didn't work. And they lived in a penthouse. She didn't work. They had a brownstone with mad children with the practice downstairs. Remember, she was a lawyer, bro. Mm. You're not touching that brownstone. A brownstone in Brooklyn is equivalent to a condo uptown with with mad kids. Remember, she had like they had like six kids. kids. Yeah. Different rooms. Okay, so Huxtables. No, uh, what's it called? Vanessa and Lisa Bonet. It was three kids. It was two girls and a boy. Who? It was Huxtables? Yeah. No, they had six. There's two girls, three, four, five. They weren't all their kids. What do you mean? It was five of them? Yeah, Sandra, uh, Vanessa, Rudy, Theo, and what is is Lisa Bonet's character's name? Denise. Denise. That's five kids. Denise. She's a lawyer. He's a doctor with Denise a practice like in the basement. Delma from Good Times. Good Times. There, yeah, that's low, lower class. That's not even lower class. This is the hood that's hood. Lower class, yeah. That's the hood hood. That's low class. We'll say lower class. Because even like the sky view shots they were showing of like, I was like, damn. Like it's holes in the roof. Because they had mad kids. So did Huxtables. But that's what I'm saying. Like hmm. the wealth gap. What if this is all the same universe? Just just blocks away. I mean, most of the times it is only blocks away. So you, you got, talked about gentrification. So downtown, you got Living Single, Martin. Oh, shit. Living Single. You got Living Single, Martin, um, Malcolm and Eddie, mm-hmm. um, Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Mm-hmm. All that's like. And then the Jeffersons are like the high rise. Then now you start getting up north. Then you get you go Huxtables. You, you know, you pass Winslow's before you get to Huxtables. Definitely. Because that's residential. Then now you're getting downtown, getting more into uptown, brownstones, penthouses. Then after that, that's when you get to the banks. Then you get to the banks. The banks are like on the outskirts because mm. they got their own gate. This is true. The Huxtables wanted to live amongst the people. No neighbors. The banks wanted land. No they neighbors. They wanted more dirt. Gems and dirt. Wow. Because the banks was out there. Nigga, how many neighbors? With a gate. How many neighbors you seen pull up at the bank other than Jazz? They just was not pulling up. Nobody pulled up. That's when up. you live out there, out there. Sitting with a butler. Five, ten acres with a butler. They never showed him vacuuming. They did. He was always cleaning and said, Cleaning? I never saw him vacuum nor mop. I mean, it's just. The semantics, yeah. but I just thought of that for some reason. Well, speaking of like random semantics, I used to watch Walking Dead on Twitter. I would tell people if you see somebody reload and you call it out, I'll cash up you ten dollars. Mm, you did say that they don't reload. Never a reload. word, and they always have mad bullets. Never reload. You can't name an episode where you see somebody go, "I'm out." You know, in video games, when um. Like, we'll say Grand Theft Auto or whatever video game, like shooting game first. What is it called? First Call player? First player? First person shooter? First person shooter. You know, I always, whenever I played those games, whenever I killed the person, I always ran around them to take their guns. Right. How come they never do that in movies? They never take the guns after they kill the people. They just, and then they always run out like, oh, damn, I don't have no bullets. And it's like, you killed like 10 people. <laughs> it's, it's hella ammo. <laughs> but you just like, oh, fuck. It's, Got you, body. I, I think it's because, like... I mean, it's all, like, theatrics, but yeah. I always wondered, like... Because the goons always have my... trash guns. Mm-hmm. I got this. I got a whole shoulder cannon. They don't have ammo for this. Plus, right. they they got a little... Ca-ca-ca-ca-ca. I'm walking around with a... 
Like that don't huh. look good. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna pick up this little piece of shit gun. Right. I'd rather throw my gun down, mm-hmm. put hands on you for the scene and might knife you, but I'm not gonna pick, get this gun out of here. True. Who gave you this standard issue as could barely hit? Yeah. You're not touching anybody from even close range or further range. I don't play these games. I'm trash at them. I'm very good at these games. Yeah, I'm not good at them. You know, them. they just released the Call of Duty Mobile. You play on your phone? I play on my tablet, but yes. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. It is fire. Hmm. I stopped playing on Xbox. Oh, wow. It's like that. You just play on your tablet? I just play on my tablet. Made new friends, all that. Because that's the big thing about, um, you know, PlayStation, Xbox, these games. is Playing me, around the world. The community aspect. Right, right. You know, I don't, it's a couple people that I met on Xbox that I'm friends with on Instagram. It's a mm-hmm. small list because these niggas is weird. Right, clearly. Life. But You're playing these games till the midnight. Two in the morning, I'm chilling with you. Um, So there's a few of them like, yeah, yeah, I'm on Instagram. Same name. My name is the same. Everywhere. Everywhere. Walter Fuego, you put that in Google, I'll pop up on every damn thing. That's um, good. But the Call of Duty Mobile is, I got my tablet, and then I got that shit on my face like this. My wife come in my um my office, she see me on there, she just closed the door. Because she know like, oh God, yeah, not yeah, again. Yeah. You coming to bed? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Want some water? No, I'm good. You sure? You been in here for a minute. I'm good. And that's it. Jeez. <laughs> hey, bro. But I, I like I like to go back. Um, I like this black family sitcom family situation. Mm. It's good to kind of like put them on a map, put the breakdown, because then you can really think about who would actually be neighbors, like who would bump into each other at Whole Foods or a farmers market, right? Because I think I think Martin and Living Single hell bump into each other. Mm-hmm. Like that show would. I'm surprised they didn't do a crossover. Right, it would they would perfect. definitely bump into each other easy. Malcolm and Eddie, maybe. That was a pretty good show. You would see them a little bit. Mr. Cooper would definitely bump into the Winslows. Exactly. That's the mm-hmm. same neighborhood. In the house. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there a show called In the House? Yep. Yeah, that was My Brother and Me. That's the same area, Never too. Never watched it. Never watched it. I'd always see like- That's one of the best shows on Nickelodeon. I'm not even like gassing you, bro. Like on some like all that kind of level. Like that show was Never, fire, bro. Never watched it. I'm good, AC. I never watched. Oh, wow. Well, what hey. you like about it? It was just a, I mean, think about it. For me, I'm, you know, I'm 31 years old. So when that show came out, I was like seven, eight. Any show that kind of just broadcasted like black families, I always, I can tell even like as a, at a younger age, I always just separated them from everything else. Yeah. It was just very separate to me in a sense of like the enjoyment level was just different. I enjoyed it on a different level. I never even really- as a kid, I don't know, I don't know how that even happened as a kid. I guess that's just why they always say like representation is so important because yeah. even as a kid, you just see the what's it called? You just see the resemblance. You know what I mean? Like I loved the movies where the kids were white. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, mm-hmm. but Three Ninjas. I, th- I like Three Ninjas is one of my favorite movies, mm-hmm. but I can't imagine if those kids were black, how much more I probably would have been you, like. When do you think you actually woke up to your blackness? I think like the pride of being black and seeing representation. I feel like I was very, very young. I remember when the Broncos won the Super Bowl. I think I was in like fourth grade. And I felt like Terrell Davis should have won the MVP. MVP. And I knew that they gave it to um, what's it called? Because he was white and he was a quarterback. So I'm talking that's I'm eight. 
So it had to have even been before then. Because I've always been around, growing up in the hood or whatever, like you around blackness, but that black pride didn't really hit you. Um, you know, I think Basquiat woke me up my blackness. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, which is why yeah, it's crowns all right, over. everywhere. Um, because during that time when everybody was really trying to be like, Correct, politically correct. I mean, you had Warhol who was doing a lot as far as like, you call him the father of pop art or whatever. Like that shirt you have on, it's pop art. Um, even though it's a thriller, but just the style of right, it, right, like, right. it's just an, a certain type of vibe. And when I saw what Basquiat was doing and what he meant to like a culture that didn't have a high-end black Haitian artist, that's when I was like, really like, dang, like we can really be, you know, really be out here. Anything. And then, yeah, and then second was Issa Rae. Uh-huh. Because I used to, it's because of her, what she was doing on YouTube, and it was another one called Black and Sexy TV mm-hmm. that really showed me, like, if mm-hmm. you don't see what you want to see, you got to make it yourself. Mm. And mm. then that's when it was like, those two, like, groups of people were just kind of like, like, I felt like I woke up to my blackness and be like, yo, I need to be, you know, I need to be proud, black, let mm-hmm. people know that it's black owned, black operated, black created. Like it's important to do that. Right, right. Let people know what's going right, on. Right. Because otherwise it's just stuff. Right. But we need to let you know that hey, we we made this. Right. It's almost like this is black stuff. Yeah. Kind of. Like uh, BET didn't even do it for me. BET was just like, I mean, I get it, it was black representation. A lot of people's introduction to black representation. But to me it was just music videos. Mm-hmm. I mean, they wasn't real they they had the teen summit. But there was no almost like education aspect Mm-mm. you felt to it. It didn't feel like you can do this too. It was almost like you only do this if you're into this. Just watch. Because mm-hmm. it was more like just watch. Mm-hmm. It wasn't never like do this. Like you can, you person watching, if you apply yourself, you can have your own, you can do your own, you can make your own. Right. It was never that. Mm-hmm. That's that's when I think a lot of people, that type of exposure is what really makes people be like, want to do Yo, certain like, things. The world is bigger than my hood, really. Mm-hmm. So I think when I was I was younger, um, I want to say I was probably like second, third grade, maybe second to fourth grade. My parents had bought this book. I'll never forget this book. It was like a little pamphlet, maybe like thirty pages, thirty thirty five pages of like significant black people, mm-hmm. and not even like in America. Like significant black people, period. Mm-hmm. Shaka Zulu. Shaka, I'll never forget. Shaka Zulu was the last page. Mm-hmm. I never. It was like the weirdest thing. I'll never forget this book. Shaka Zulu was the last page. Frederick Douglass was in it. Mm-hmm. Sojourner Truth. Um, Harriet Tubman. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Desaline was in it. Mm-hmm. Dusab was in it. That's when I found out that the founder of Chicago was Haitian. Mm-hmm. When I was in like second, third grade. So I never. I had never even been to Chicago. That's a book that you need to like. You know what I'm saying? I still, I think I still have that book in my house. Can you give me the name of it? Not off the top of my head. I would. No, like when you get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I'm gonna see if I can. Yeah. I just, I feel like that's like. It was like one of the cool, and then it was like it had like little illustrations. I mean, it was a children's book. Sure. It's a kids' book. Sure. So you just learn about all these things like you're not gonna learn in school. Mm -hmm. And I went to like a predominantly white private school, so you're really not gonna learn about these things. Mm -hmm. So, but like you said, once you see these things, it instills something in you where you're Mm -hmm. like, wow, like. You can really do whatever it is that you really set your mind to do because there are people that had it harder yeah. and did it. And did greater than you did. Than you did. Yeah. 
Um, rest in peace. What was the guy's name? Elijah Cummings? Potentially. Yes? Yeah. The, he was the congressman mm-hmm. that just passed away. Mm-hmm. He said something. He said um, when he was when he got sworn in at the White House, he said his father was watching him and his father was crying. Mm-hmm. He, said his ass, he asked his father, like, you know, why are you crying? He said, this is the same place where they told us that we were a slave, that we were mm. three-fifths a person, that we were all this. And look what you did. Yeah. yeah. So I look at you and it's like, look what I could have done if I was given the opportunity. Exposure, man. That's true. That's deep. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's almost like when you see these things, it doesn't matter what kind of age or how old you are. If you get this kind of exposure, it's kind of crucial. Wow. Because you don't or, realize how important it is until you actually see it. Or the or the lack of exposure. Until you see it. Until you see it happen. It's no impossible. matter what age, it can just... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you saw Basquiat Issa Rae. Mm-hmm. Issa Rae, that's like what, five in the last five, eight years. Mm-hmm. By then you've already you already had the notion that you wanted to do studio seven mm-hmm. studio TV before the before the enlightenment even happened. Yeah. So once that, you get it, it doesn't matter what age you get it, you get it. Yeah. And the enlightenment is just more fuel. Exactly. And by then you had already you've already been grown, you already were into what you were already doing mm-hmm. before you even got enlightened. So now that you're enlightened, you're on you're on full now. You may it's have been on half tank. Because these people they try to change they try to change these like bad kids. I say that were air quotes bad kids or um difficult kids or et cetera. Like it's just my opi- yeah my opinion is you can't you can't change a person where they're comfortable. Like if they if they from this place you're not going to be able to change them here because mm. greatness comes from like discomfort or being outside of your comfort zone. If you want to change a group of kids, take them on a road trip and then show them some stuff and then bring them back because the world gets bigger for them. You're trying to change me. I'm from Paramore. You're trying to change me in Paramore. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. It may work for a few, but for the, for other people, you got to give them a worldview. Right. Um, I was supposed to do this. I think I told you about this a while ago. Um, I was supposed to go on this road trip with this uh, foundation that was going to take a bunch of kids from Paramore and then take them to all these national parks across the country, drive across the country, come back. That's awesome. And we were supposed to film it, but they couldn't secure the funding to do it. All right. But they were supposed to go to like, you know, Yellowstone. They were supposed to go to Grand Canyon. That would have been awesome. So you imagine, and we're supposed to do like daily vlogs, Mm. like the whole thing. And then every night it was going to be a campfire because it's going to be all in campers. We'll mm-hmm. take it like a big jet stream. And then it'll be campfire. What did you learn today? So you take them through this process of like two months of hitting all these national parks. Mm-hmm. Then you bring them back to Paramore. So now the world is so much bigger than the problems that you left. Right. So for people who are like who have foundation and stuff that's trying to change kids and change people because you also got to change the parents. Can't do it if I'm at the crib and I'm comfortable mm-hmm. because I'm going to lean back on my comfort. I'm going to hear you. Okay, cool. I'm going to turn around and and go back to what I'm comfortable with. Right. But do if I'm not in my city, I'm not in my neighborhood, I'm, I could be an hour away. I could be a state away. But real growth comes out of like not being comfortable and not being allowed to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. So you want to change like, like you said, for me, it was, yeah, I saw Issa Rae. Yeah, I saw Basquiat. But it wasn't until I went to Alafaya, 15, 20-minute drive, you know what I mean, that really expanded the world for me, seeing white people consistently 
and like being around that. So imagine if you take a kid who's troubled, you know, who's difficult, you take them out of whatever, whether it's Philly, whether it's Miami, where, wherever they're having trouble with kids, get them out of there. Mm-hmm. Take them somewhere else, show them something different, bring them back. Completely changes like whole, their whole viewpoint. Everything. You give them a worldview versus a hood view because a hood is a mentality. It's less of a place. Mm-hmm. It's like these five blocks are my block. The world is as big as these five blocks. Mm-hmm. Like, no, fam. Go up three more blocks. Or It's sad. It's sad that we can't, like, it, especially now, super hard to, like, even penetrate the mentality of a lot of these younger people because of social media. Right. Everything is so, much like, distraction so much comparison. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm only doing this because I saw this person do it, and I want more than what they have. But real ones know social media's highlights. Right. It's all, it's all the good shit. But you don't know, like, I'm depressed. You don't know that I've thought about killing myself. Like, all this, all these influencers, like, that shit is fake, fake. That's faker than movies. It's faker than TV. Yeah. Because it's all fabricated. Mm-hmm. You meet these people in real life. You talk to people who know them. You talk to them long enough. They were like, man, so what's it like, you know, being a social media model? Model. It's like, nigga, you're not a model. You ain't been on one magazine. Right. And you're a social media model. It's because everybody is very fixated on titles. Perception, man. They're fixated on titles and commas. I saw. So that way they can put a comma in between the titles on social it. media. So, so, so they can. <laughs> Uh, I, I read two quotes. Uh, I read a quote that says, uh, when people ask you what you do, they only ask so they can know how, how much, much respect, respect to give you. Um, and that was deep for me. So when people ask me what I do, I just say content. You know, I don't say, oh, I'm a founder. I don't say I started, da, da, da. I just say content. And then I, I just let it. However you take it. Is however you take it, however you take it. Mm-hmm. You want to ask more questions, then I'll give you more answers. Mm-hmm. But, for the most part, I'm not one of those like, uh, you, here's yeah, the list of what yeah, I'm doing. I'm the founder of this. I've been on this TV show. I've been on the radio. I've been da 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 PBS. Like I don't, I think that. Like, are you asking, are you trying to get a job? It's clout chasing. I saw a quote, uh, not a quote, it's a meme. Memes are kind of like quotes. Yeah. Fact, it's, it's our new, it's the new age quotes for the uh, millennials, I guess. It has a guy and a girl. Mm-hmm. Guy asked the girl, what do you do? She was like, oh, I'm a model on Instagram. She said, what do you do? He's like, oh, I'm a soldier on Call of Duty. Huh. And I was like, it's what I'm talking about. It's not real. I was like, oh, okay. That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> like, it's not real. Like, you're not on one. Ma- There's, there are people who are like model models. TV. Right. right. Films. Magazines. You haven't been on one magazine. All you're doing is like showing your butt, showing your abs. You got showing cheeks. Showing cheeks. You got 300,000 followers. You're, you're an influencer. Showing cheeks and titties. Paris and Nikki started this shit, bro. Famous for nothing. They started Nikki, this. Nikki? Who's Nikki? Remember when Paris and Nikki was doing this whole, like, just being famous for being famous? Nikki Richie? Ah, uh, yes, yes. They they proceeded the Kim Kardashians, the Jenners. It did proceed it. They started oh, the trash. whole famous for not a damn thing. Just being rich. For just being famous. Paris. Paris Hilton. Hilton. I was trying to remember her last name. Mm-hmm. I was like, not Paris Trump. What was her last <laughs> name again? Paris Hilton. And then now it's even now it's it's magnified. Everybody. It's magnified. 
Because yeah. now you see a girl or whatever. Um, how many followers you got is the new metric. How many followers Word. you got? That's true. Especially oh. if you're in that kind of lifestyle. They look you up on Instagram. You got 3,000 followers. They're like, like, okay. Oh, you're one of those regular niggas. Meanwhile, she got 500,000 followers, but she work at Walmart. Nothing wrong with Walmart. But you catch her at the job. Yes, I want fries with that. But mm. we on social media. I'm on social media late night scrolling through your junk, double tapping. Damn, she got it popping. She got da da da. Then you go to then you go to Wendy's. Who's there? Your favorite influencer. Yes, I would like fries. I need no, the four four four. <laughs> Spicy chicken nuggets. <laughs> Good to see you in person. She like, yeah, yeah, this is just my side job. I'm just, you know, trying to make it through da da da. Are you a chocolate or vanilla frosty guy? Uh vanilla with fries. You put fries in the milkshake? I dip I you dip guys the fries are in the animals. It's like funnel cake. How is that like funnel cake? How is it even like funnel cake? <laughs> Just taking the fry and then dipping in the frosty and then it's almost like it's like dipping dough into ice cream. Funnel cake, nigga. Same thing. But the dough doesn't even taste like fries. Until you put ice cream on it. What? No, I'm saying like, like, what? individually <laughs> the dough does not taste like okay. a fry. The, the essence is exactly it's a fried it's a fried thing dipped into a cold ice cream. Not everything salt needs to be sweetened. Right. Exactly. This is also true. This is also true. But that's what salt in ice cream is like. Well, I don't put salt on my fries personally. I meant like salt is not a sweet food. It's still a salty on the base of salt versus sweet. On the pH, it's going to be closer to salty. Agreed. And ice cream is is sweet. We can agree. Yes. So, yes. So, you're doing sweet and salty. You may not be doing as salty as other niggas, but it's still sweet. (laughs) I mean, is ice cream cone sweet by itself? An ice cream cone? Ice cream cone is not sweet. No, no, no. It has no taste. It's like water, but I'm talking about the ice cream. Right. So, how about this? Mm. Wendy's. It has to be Wendy's. Because Wendy's, Wendy's shakes are damn No, I've, I've tried it before. It's ridiculous. Oh, I, you, I do not like the taste. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do watermelon, salt on watermelon. I don't do that dumb shit. I've seen people who do that. It does not make sense. Or sugar and spaghetti. Right. Like, that. These are animals. <laughs> is what I'm saying, bro. So, so I get what you're saying. But you, you, you minus the salt on the fries. So it's essentially just like a fried potato, basically. Uh-huh. Like funnel cake. Just fried. And then you put it in the ice cream. It's the same consistency. Same thing, a little bit crunchy, a little bit ice cream. Shazam, shazoom. The salt does mess it up because salt melts ice cream. You ever I put salt on a snail? No. Destroys them. It's acid. Actually, yes, I did do it in Brooklyn once. Yes. Or snails, slugs, all that. Mm. They literally cut in half. It's kind of like salt on ice cream is kind of like the same thing. That's why I do it with fries with no salt. Plus it guarantees you get fresh fries. Right, If you ask for if you ask for unsalted fries... My sister told me that, and then you put salt on the fries. It's afterwards. a finesse, and you shake the bag. Yeah. Hey, you Otherwise, do what you got to do to get fresh food. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even if you ask for it, sometimes they play you. Right, because they're looking at you like, you motherfucker. Like, you know, I'm just going to hold this closer to the lamp. In right, here. just give me, all right, well, fresh fries will be in in like 30 seconds. Can you tell? First bite, because if you take a bite once you get out, it's like, come on, man. What, what are the characteristics of fresh fries? Crunch. Crunch and hot on your finger. Not warm, hot. Okay. Different. So how you know they don't just hold it closer to the lamp? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you can. 
I'm just saying how you can try. As if it's not soft. If it's soft fries, then you know it's old. Because if the characteristics are, are crisp. Crisp and hot. And hot. That's pretty much it. How you know they just ain't. Refry them. Just holding holding. No, because it's not going to be crispy. It's still going to be kind of soft. Got you. McDonald's, it's like a two-minute window. Top three fries. McDonald's, Checkers. Checkers is probably 1A, 1B. And three, I don't even care. You can. I don't give a shit. Top three fries. If you can have it right now. McDonald's, Checkers, Popeye's, mm. and then it's Checkers. Checkers, Burger King, McDonald's. I like steak fries. Okay. I like big fries. Mm. And Burger King fries are crispier than McDonald's fries. Not in like maybe a year and a half. I, gu- I guarantee. Yeah, but Burger King has been like slipping. Something's going on with the, I don't know, Just the, the brand. management. <laughs> Just the brand. It's off. Even the croissantwiches don't even, they don't even like hit the same way. I personally don't like waffle fries. If I, I love can, waffle If fries. I can count the fries, I'm very disappointed. That's it's, a good way. That's a good way of looking at it's it. There's eight fries in here, fam. But they usually, Chick-fil-A does a good job with waffle fries. If I can count the fries. I can eyeball. I don't need a scale for the work. Right, I, can, like, I, I, can <laughs> I, I can eyeball perk. <laughs> if I can eyeball these fries. <laughs> I don't need a scale for the work. I can eyeball perk. If I can eyeball these fries. I'm not true jerk. I am disappointed. For no me to make a situation you know who worse, bro. I, I, I don't know if I'll tell you that. A Is white, that Gorilla though? 100%. A white girl introduced me to that song. <laughs> I don't need a skill for the work. I could eyeball perk. She she said, "Have you heard this song?" She introduced <laughs> me to that, greatest. and then she also introduced me to um. Oh man, she was at my wedding too. Um, ah, oh, not throw some D's. Classic song. That's a classic song. Not throw some D's. Uh, I remember it. And I'll tell you. Okay, but um, she pulled up on me one day. And then it was like boop 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 boop, and she was and she just all oh, the whole jogging beat steady. And I was like, "What you know about this?" But what is this? <laughs> hey, well, shout out to the people that are putting people onto music. Wow, very very important. Yeah, man, Gorilla Zoe, one of those like two you know, three hit wonders. You know, and then that's it. My man sees him at the LA Fitness in Atlanta. Heard he's got some game to him. He's from the A. I didn't know that. I think he's from the A, or he lives in the A. One is or he, the other. Is he Haitian though? Maybe he's affiliated. Maybe he's from Little Haiti in, in Atlanta. I was I was actually just in Little Haiti. I took funny story, y'all. Uh I watched the undercover <laughs> I told y'all this in the chat. I watched an undercover cop car pull somebody over, and it was funny because the the UC had Uber and Lyft stickers on the windshield, and I was dead, bro. I couldn't stop laughing. And my wife was like, yes, why I are you? Remember you she's like, why are you thing. laughing so hard? I said, like, you don't see how funny this is? An undercover cop in a charger with a how long can you follow somebody before they even think you're a cop car with the Uber and Lyft sticker on the windshield? You have no idea who's behind you. None. That is, I was like, this is slick as shit. Like you can low-key catch people pretending to be an Uber driver. Bro, I was my mind was only in Miami. My mind was blown. Because, I mean, think about it. You're not supposed to have uh, open containers in a car. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times you've had an open container in an Uber. Mm-hmm. 
several times several over here, times brother. as well so it's almost like I've, you could really get bagged i've sent that's stuff. what i caught from that uber i was like i need to be more careful with what i ride in the <laughs> ubers with because you don't ride with crazy stuff but you know even open open container like mm-hmm. i'm not trying to get bagged for that because it's like you, you feel like oh this is I don't need to this even say the rules. You don't even, like, I'm for God's driving. sakes, you don't even put, sometimes you don't even put seatbelts on. What rules? Like you, like this guy's. I'm just sliding. Exactly. You feel like they're designated drivers until it's like, hey. I mean, I've sent a backpack through an Uber. With work? <laughs> Not with work, but <laughs> it could have been work. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah, you put The guy up. just took it like, okay, cool. I was like, hey. yep, I said my friend left her backpack. Can, you know, the address is her spot. And she'll get the bag. He didn't open the bag? He didn't open the bag. And just took it, and then transaction happened. Wow, you can really On move God. work through oh Uber. If I wonder if the, I wonder if they're doing that. That's got to be something in the works. Cause that's it's going to be the cheapest. Not nah, because what's it called? You don't know if the Uber, he may have not opened it, but you don't even know if he opened it. Because you I mean, whether, whether or not she got her stuff and then... Everything was everything. But if you opened it, you have all the information on, on this person. Got their first and last name. Word. So it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna take License it, plate. I know who took it and now. now and I and I can I can send twenty keys in a backpack for six dollars, eight dollars. Wow. <laughs> what a finesse. <laughs> Miami shit. <laughs> I hope. I wonder. I, I hope these guys are doing this because that's safer than whatever the hell they're doing. <laughs> eight dollars. I just moved. I just moved fifteen keys from here to there for eight dollars. Wow. Normally, I have to pay him ten grand, seven grand to transport. To transport. And some of these guys go from like Orlando to Tampa. I know niggas that have taken cross city mm-hmm. Ubers. Orlando, exactly. Wow. Just have a good little conversation just with the, the driver, 95. yo. Blah 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 blah. You know. She left it at my house. I can't go. I got to go to work. Oh, wow. We have such a dilemma. Better not open the bag, Just nigga. Don't, but don't open, don't the, bag. open the bag. Roger. Wow. License plate 6735. <laughs> 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 don't fuck with me, Roger. <laughs> yeah. Word. <laughs> In the silver accord. Yeah, you just, you just pull up on him. And you got his picture. <laughs> you got his picture. You done pulled him up in the, on the state. <laughs> The state DMV living at seven six four Ridgewood. Mm-hmm. Is that you? Ridgewood Circle. Yeah, just make sure that bag get there, Roger. Right. <laughs> Wallet. Wow. Did I tell you what? This time I found uh, it's like three hundred grand in the elevator. Yes, three hundred grand. But you're Haitian because it was in a corner. On my mama. I'm at on the, my hood. I'm gonna. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna make it really short. I'm at the view. Uh-huh. I go up the elevator. I go. I went to the gym with my boy David. I told David, go up to the gym, boy David. I get in the elevator. There's two bags. I get back in the elevator. There's two bags next to me. <clears throat> you know All Saints? Yeah, All Saints line? Cafe? No, no, the clothing line. No. Two All Saints bags. You know, I can see clothing in one and clothing in another. So I said, boom, elevator's going to get to the bottom. I'm just going to drop it off at the front. And that's it. None of my business. First one felt like a regular department store bag. Other one, heavy. Heavy bag. I said, oh, it must be a MacBook or something in here. My nigga, I moved the jacket. Purple purple bands. Ten bands. Purple wrap. Money, money. I ain't never seen that much money in my, in my life, my nigga. 
So I get out the elevator. You know, you've been to the view. Tomorrow's house? Nope. Never? Okay, so you come out the elevator. <clears throat> Is that the one with the cool rooftop? Yes. I think I went with one of my homies. You come out the elevator. You make a left to go down this long alley to get to the front desk. You make a right, and it's like a little like corridor, like waiting area or whatever. So I make the right, and I go to this little area because I'm like, hell no. <laughs> I moved the jacket again. It was so much money, like just hundreds, like just picture it. So in my mind, I said, I'm going to take a little bit. So I picked up a couple, put it in my bag. I said, no, 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 no. I put it back. I'm like, shit, 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 Damn near hugging. <laughs> I'm like, shit, 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 shit. So I hear the elevator. Ding. I heard a dude come out, walk to the front. He said, uh, real casual. Anybody turn in any bags or anything? Security's like, no, nah, nobody turned the bags. But if they do, you know, we got cameras and stuff. He's like, all right, cool. Walk back. And then so now he's coming down that same long alley to go to the elevator. I'm coming from the short alley. I said, I had a moment. Here's your bags. Didn't give me finder's feed, nothing. He was like, whoo. Got in the elevator, went back upstairs. Wow. That was it. I didn't take a dime. Wow. I took nothing. Then I proceeded to go to Publix and had to stay under $40. My hands smelled like money for like the rest of that day. If you don't know what money smells like, you got to touch a lot of money to get smell money like smell on your hand. Tamar later told me that um, this guy has a habit of losing large sums of money because they don't believe in banks. His parents are in diamonds, so they mm-hmm. don't believe in banks. So apparently he was maybe doing trips, couldn't carry all the bags, left one bag in the elevator, probably left it to where the elevator don't close, but it's a paper bag. Elevator closes, money goes down. I go down with the money. I dream about that shit. Every couple months. What year was this? Mm, was it 19, maybe 17? 2017, 16 maybe? Around this that was time? a couple years ago. It's not long ago, my man. <laughs> the view. <laughs> Downtown. We riding. My mom jewed me yeah. up and down. That was your grandma that sent you that money. <laughs> you know how patients are. You, <laughs> you know how them souls are. My grandma just passed. She's like, that's grand, that's Gundo. Gundo qui voye la jambe ou pas pour la jambe. He's like, you don't take nothing. He ain't give me nothing in my mind. I'm from South Florida. He ain't give me nothing because he needed an exact amount. That's how my mind worked. Mm. I was like, so if I, let's just say hypothetically, I took that money, right? Now I'm, on, I'm basically on the run. Pretty much. Because you don't know who's checking for the money. You don't know whose money that is. So I think 3-6 Mafia had a movie about this. Yeah, no money is free. Money is never free. Right. Unless so, you work for it. Exactly. So boom, I take the money. My plan was Man, I was going to take the free. money. I was going to pour the money out in my living room, go to sleep, and then wake up. If it's still there, it's real life. 
And then I would proceed to buy everything from Craigslist. I wouldn't buy anything from a department store. Right. No paper trail. Plus, I'm an entrepreneur, so I could wash the money. Niggas ain't going to be like, all of a sudden, Fuego got money. It's like, oh, no, business is good. Oh, okay. Smooth. Well, good for you, brother. Keep hope alive. That's it. You trying to go to D.C.? It's on me. Right. Damn, business is good, good. Damn. I'll never forget. We could have had a D.C. trip. <laughs> for the diamonds, low. On diamonds. I'll well, never, hey. I'll never forget that. Blessings will come to you in a different way. That's what everybody said. Everybody's like, oh, that money's in the bank in heaven. Like, that money's on the way. That's the only way to justify it is just try to just make light and just say, hey, you're going to get it on the back end. Otherwise, it just, like you said, it just kind of hurts. Just think about it that way. That's the only way I would be able to sleep I would at have night. to because, you know, I have my broke days. I'm like, you, you dumbass nigga. You should have kept that deal. <laughs> you could have had, had some damn money. You could have yeah. still had that money. Yeah. Because my life was like, my expenses weren't shit. Like, I, I probably lived off of like two grand a month. Mm-hmm. So... I would right, have been. I would have still paid my rent, my rent late. Mm-hmm. I would have kept up the all everything. The only time you know I have money is if you need some my like video gear or you something like stuff, lifestyle stuff. Right, you would never know I had the bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the way to make sure that you keep the bag. I told Brian, so Brian was like, "Wow, at the view." I was like, "Yeah, bro, what a story for the." And I podcast. seen the nigga again. Nigga said, "Oh, I, I owe you a bottle." Huh? You should have. You owe me a house. He said, well, he said, I owe you a bottle. You owe me one of those bands, bro. Like, word. You could have literally just, you know what, bro? Oh, my God. Like, just could have slid me what, just dug your hand in there, whatever you grab and hand it to me. Damn. So if you ever, like, be like, oh, what would I do in a situation like that? I had that situation. You had the situation. And in your mind, you're like, mm. You know, because you, like you said, you have no idea. This could have been someone who does diamonds. It could have been like yeah, drug cartel, and then there's cameras everywhere. Right. Granted, the view cameras are trash, but these guys have diamonds. It's still which cameras. means they can have cameras that do some like FBI right. recognition. And then, and then all money is traceable. It's like you only oh, safe right. for so long. Right. Until you right. And then they ain't, they're so not long. gonna kill you right away. Right. Hey, just give us all the money back, and then we good. It's been right four then. months, bro. Shit. <laughs> it's been car four. in the driveway. <laughs> it's been four months, bro. My school loans are paid. So I got, you I got talk like the FAFSA. I got like 12 grand on me. Maybe. At best. I'm like, oh, well, just find the other 200 and 282. And then we good. Nobody gets hurt. Cool. Then All right, bro. I'm moving ahead. Henry. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Living at <laughs> yeah. the Ridgewood Circle. NBA yeah, season tonight. I'm We're back. Be- I know the NBA is disappointed that your man's is out for eight weeks. Listen, bro. As the first game. You have been trying to push this narrative on Zion. Yep. For six months. Yep. I'm Since t- Duke. I'm tired of it. Since Duke. I'm tired of it. Got you. And I'm sick of it. I understand, man. I swear to God, bro. The day that they put it on the ESPN about the six to eight weeks, mm-hmm. you notice nobody said anything on the group chat about of it. Of course not. I saw it, I was like, this motherfucker, Henry. Nobody wants me to be right. But y'all it's know not me. even the right thing. You just, I feel like you're pushing this thing to like, you want RJ, I don't know what your fixation is with RJ Barrett, but your fixation of RJ Barrett and your like, your total like lack of acknowledgement, acknowledgement of Zion has brought disdain <laughs> for me towards RJ Barrett. 
So mm. even his good plays, I'm like, I mean, uh, he's all right, I guess. Well, when he was the what number three pick? Yep. So clearly, I know he's nice. Has to but be. you've made me dissect his game to the point even I've more. said like he doesn't even dribble with his head up. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a rookie. I've seen it, right? Which is cool. Mm-hmm. But in the also incense, like I want all these guys to do well, of course. As a black but man, you have this thing towards Zion that I'm not sure what's going I, on. I yet. have nothing. I have nothing against Zion Williamson as like a player or a person. I just the think, hype. I just think he's very overrated. You don't like the hype around yeah, it. Yeah, I don't That's think what it is. There I don't think he has a buildable foundation. Like he could be a Charles Barkley or a Charles Oakley. You know, he could be like that strong player, but you don't have a foundation of a. You don't even have a mid range game. Like you can get to the bu- to the bucket, but you're not creating shots mm, unless uh, they're just set shots. Uh, yeah, like you can maybe come around the screen, but this is basketball screens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is basic basketball screening rolls. It's basketball. But how many people can really create their own shot? Shaq, Shaq made his shots. Shaq had feet. Hakeem Olajuwon had feet. Had but I'm talking. You're talking about in the post. I'm talking about at, in his role as like a big man. I feel like well. Because he's also undersized big man because of his, he's only what, 6'4"? 285, that's a big guy. Right, but at best you're only Charles Barkley, so you're going to play what? Post, you're going to play small, um, what's it called? Um, small forward? Small, not small forward, power forward? Power forward? You, I mean, that's you're what you're small. Yeah, technically you're not too small, because power forwards now are agile. Yeah, but 6'4", that's damn near CJ McCollum, Russell Westbrook. But you got the body of a, of a PF. Right, so but I, that's what I'm saying. So you can have the moves, you can do all that stuff, mm-hmm. but they're just going to block you once they get around the move. Once you get around them, they'll just block you from behind because they're a little bit, they're like four inches taller than you. But that's the beauty of creating, you create your shot with your mid-range. So if you can establish that you have a jumper, they can't play you Everything off. Everything else opens. Right, they got, they got to come to you because now you've established that you'll hit this shot. You'll hit that Horace Grant shot, mm-hmm. that Robert Ory shot, guaranteed. I so, think he's a one dribble jump shooter. I think he can hit a jump shot off off a of one dribble. I mean, I haven't seen it personally. I mean, mm. I've watched and I've like, okay, let me see that he has this like mid range game. That you know, everybody's saying. I've looked for it. He doesn't even have a mid range jumper. The three that they showed him shoot, it was set. It was and it was ugly. It was awkward. If they would have closed out on him, he would have missed that. But he had time. It was almost like yeah, Ugh. you know what I mean. It didn't. It didn't look like I shoot these often. R.J. Barrett. He gives you a young Tracy McGrady almost. With the, Negative. I'm trying to tell you if you if you look at the intangibles, his game is set for the league. Like he'll catch it and he'll give you a three point, uh, and then a triple threat, and he'll stay there. He'll play the triple threat, hit you with a jab because he established that he couldn't make the mid range. Hit you with another jab and he'll run by you. A Zion, as soon as he catch the ball, he's dribbling because that's his game. He has to like boom. He's going around you or over you. But he's not going to create to go around you. He's not going to do that. He it's plays one off, dribble to go around you. Exactly. He plays off of the momentum of the play. But once the play dies down, they have to kick it back around. Let's wait till the play dies down. Screen roll. He's going to come off the screen, catch two step attack. He's, he's up and over you. I could see that in this game. Exactly. RJ, so I mean, he just has to develop that part. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't have that. But now you throw in a knee injury off of an explosive player who relies on his explosion. So if you can't explode and you can't jump over people and you have not established your mid-range game, who are you? Mm-hmm. RJ has already established that he can play. He puts you in a triple threat. 
He can kick the ball. He can shoot the ball. He can run. But I've you. seen Zion do these same things that you're glorifying RJ about. I've I, seen I him do these same things. I personally haven't seen it. He just may not rely on it as much because mm-hmm. of all these things that he has instead the other, of. The athleticism that he has. So now that he may not have that first step as explosive, especially if he's his, if he's getting hurt like this in his rookie season, clearly right there. But this is there. new. He got hurt in high school. He got hurt in college. Well, not high school. I hurt in college. He, he's always had that knee injury. Mm-hmm. If you if because I've I've been watching analysts, right, of course, right. But they said this this is, has persisted since high school that he's had the knee ever since he had the growth spurt. Mm-hmm. Then the knee started, the jumper's knee and all that right. stuff. And then it just persisted. He blew he blew the shoe out, and then that also affected his knees. Plus he's not knee, so he lands with his knees uh, like that. So it's always touching and right. friction. And he's a one leg. He jumps off the one leg to dunk, which I think LeBron popularized that. Oh, you know, one two, mm-hmm. right, right, that dunk. Because uh, it's easy to do, you know, mm-hmm. you can get off the ground like that. But then, if you There's can't downside, if you can't dunk, if you can't explode, and your game is dunking and explosion, you're gonna fade. You're gonna fade. But if you have a, a fundamentally sound game, which it, that's what I'm really hailing um, RJ for. But I feel like Zion has a fundamentally not sound, but mm-hmm. I think he can rely on his fundamentals. I think his athleticism was just so. Far in advance that yeah. it just he, he could only use a little ground, bit fundamentals. Bro. Like he doesn't have to use as much to yeah. get around you. It's just a minimum amount. Mm-hmm. So maybe now he'll just have to maximize. You gonna have to like when Kobe got older. Mm-hmm. Kobe, Kobe stopped running back and forth. Mm-hmm. Kobe would just give you those strides. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he was more burst. Like he'll he'll burst lull you, kind of thing. burst you, and then Go so on. his you got to evolve with your game. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? He just. I, I just I'm glad that he already signed his contracts. Yeah, thank God because because Vince Vince is a perfect example mm-hmm. of what having a game after you know while being athletic, you know right. looks like on your eighteenth twenty year three point assassin because he he had a mid range game to go with his athleticism, mm. which is why he is who he is. So he could just bring the shot out. That's it. Out. You just you can you just you can just rely on your on your fundamentals, but. If you all highlights, and the highlights are gone, now you got to rely on the fundamentals, and you got to, and then you add injury to that, right? Prone that's to injury, another to problem. That. So for me, I think what I'm hailing with RJ is more or less uh, the foundation of the player as it pertains to the league and longevity. Mm. I just see RJ having a a better career. You did say we did make a bet on the bet first season. What mm. was it? Three drinks. It Two won't drinks? count though because he's out for eight weeks. I mean, the whole season still counts as the season. Yeah, but unless he's, he's hurt indefinitely for the whole season. But see, if he's out eight weeks, is he even still a candidate for Roy? But we're not doing Roy. We're just saying who. But that's what I'm saying. I want to see who does more for their team and gets their team further out. That's that's what the bet is. You don't think eight weeks makes a difference? Well, now you got. I mean, the, I'm not going to renege on the bet just because it was eight weeks. Well, I'm not saying you're going to renege. I'm just saying it's almost not fair to compare the season when RJ has an eight-week lead on him to to get chemistry, you know, to work through the, the kinks of being on his team. And then now Zion comes in eight weeks later. Like, that's that's a whole different team now. You go on eight weeks, that's a whole different team. We watched LeBron James go against the Golden State Warriors mm. without um, Kyrie Irving. And Kevin Love and Draymond Green had the nerve <laughs> to say on national TV, we win, we won, 
they suck knowing these niggas did not play. <laughs> That's cause... And then had the nerve to cry to Kevin Durant the following year to get these people to win championships. Basketball is not fair. Mm. It's just how the shit goes. So, so Zion got hurt for eight weeks. That means you got, it's like, what, 52 will say basketball is 52. You got 44 more weeks to make up and recoup for the eight weeks that you missed. That's just how it goes. I would basketball I, waits for no man. Look at Greg Oden. I heard somebody call Zion Greg Oden. I'm very nervous about it. That's why I'm just glad. I'm at the at the very least. Kwame Brown. You're just glad that these niggas signed the contracts. That's the whole point of that Myself whole folks. argument with that Duke thing. You don't work that hard. You don't go to basketball that long. Play AAU circuits to lose in high school or Duke. I mean, you lose. Once you make it to the league. Now you have problems because, you know, it's obviously depression mm -hmm. and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. But there ain't no kind of depression worse than hope dream, hope dream depression and you didn't make it to the league when you thought you would. Better to make it. Better to make it and get hurt than never make it and always think that you could have. Yeah, but then you become the you become Greg Oden. You become rich and depressed. No, no. You become like Kwame Brown. It's like not the person, but you are the person who had all the potential get to the highest level and couldn't show up. But you're also loved, so you're given these opportunities that you didn't have if you had just made it in high school. Right, because you can always college. pivot that into other things. Greg Oden can go back to the college that he was in and coach. be a spokesman and be a coach. You make six figures after signing a multi-million dollar contract. Look at Penny Hardaway. Penny Hardaway is the coach of Memphis. Mm -hmm. These guys, are getting, these guys are getting top recruits. Mm -hmm. What if Penny Hardaway never made it to the league and got hurt? He would have never gotten these kind of things and if he was just a high school-like Penny school was getting phenom. the Jordan talks, too. See? So, I mean, you get more of the opportunities. It just sucks if you get hurt earlier, but you'd rather get hurt later on. At least you made it to the— Man, You didn't make it to your pinnacle, but you made it close. Surgery, bro? Your, your rookie year? Yeah. Six to eight weeks. It was, it, that was so sad. Because you know that means it's coming again mm -hmm. and again and again. This is your rookie year. If you get lucky to play 10 years, you're going to get hurt at least four. Yeah, Tracy McGrady back. See? It happened one time after that. That's it. Tracy McGrady, Grant Hill, Penny Hardaway. Dang, Grant Hill. Greg Oden. Hell, the guy who had like the heart, who was like one of oh, the top phenoms. What's his name? Um, Isaiah Austin. Yeah, same thing with um Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh, uh, Blood Clots. Mm-hmm. Um, Shaq's son. Mm -hmm. Sharif. Hell, what's his name? The guy who's like the Nuggets, who's now going to, he's going to be playing this year for the first time. Michael, Michael Porter. Mm. This guy was like the top recruit in like high school. He messed up his playing. back. He's just now playing his first year. And this kid is like nice, like really, really nice. So it's just. It's injuries. It's just how it goes. Basketball, they say basketball is life for a reason. Life's not fair. You just got to keep going. Well, I personally don't feel comfortable. Going on with that bet. Okay. Well, I would. I would, but just see how it goes. But I don't we'll even think he should be considered for Roy. If if we talking about you out for eight weeks, it depends. But I mean, it depends on what you do when you come back. If you come back and you're explosive and you're doing all these things, they don't even talk about the eight weeks because they're going to say, "Wow, Zion hasn't missed a step." That's what that what the narrative will be. Mm. If he doesn't and he looks a little slower, then they're going to say the injury got to him. So it just depends on how you, you show so, up. So, yeah. Unfortunate. Very. 
But at least he signed the contract. And y'all didn't say shit when he got the six to eight weeks. And I was like, I'm just going to wait to see if anybody says anything. I saw it. I saw it the minute it happened. You were the first person I thought of, too. <laughs> I was like, motherfucking Henry. <laughs> Damn it. Because we were in the group chat and I was like, this is it. This is going to be a tough one. Is he messes his knee up. It's going to be persistent. It's going to have a terrible year. It was like, you sound dumb. Mm-hmm. I didn't say you sound dumb. I said, what did I say? Shit, I forgot what I said. You was like, give him a chance or something like that. I was like, bro, knee injury for athletic player is a wrap. That's not what I said either. Said you're really trying to drive this narrative on Zion to boost RJ, mm-hmm. and it's gross. In <laughs> quote, fucking gross. In quote, that's what I said, and I still feel like that's why you're trying to do this now. You're still sprinkling in. Damn, man, six to eight weeks. That's tough, man. You know, it's hard to be right sometimes. Damn, bro, that's crazy. <laughs> That's wild, bro. Because <laughs> people like, oh, it's just a minor injury. Nothing to worry yeah, about. That's not minor. I'll be the first one to say a six to eight week knee injury in basketball. Yeah, rookie season. Any knee injury in basketball is a problem, whether it's in your first year. The older you are, the worse it is. Of course. But if you happens once, that means it's tweakable now. Mm -hmm. It's at least tweakable. It's cartilage. Because you're constantly jumping, you're constantly running, you constantly. Basketball is your knees. Mm -hmm. It's your knees and your back. Mm -hmm. Once you have those two problems, it's just downhill from there. Countdown. At least you signed the contract. Embe. That's what hey, that's what it is, man. <laughs> you got that's your just money. That's what it is. You got your Jordan, you got your Jordan deal, you got your money. Your mom is out. That's you, it. You can take care of your family. You get about you some more to get, sponsorships. You're about to have some new cousins that you ain't never heard of. So That's it. You're young and you're very, very young. At the very least. At least you signed the contract. Because that was the whole point of all this shit your mother did. To get, was for money. You to get to the contract mm-hmm. signing. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, I mean, hey, well, we had a good run. Shit. We got a Jordan deal. That's we got it. some Nikes. That's we got it. some money. And you're beloved in t- three different three different places. New Orleans, Chapel Hill, and wherever he's from in South Carolina. Oh wow. He went f- I didn't know he's from South Carolina. So yeah. going Spartanburg going, or something? Spartanburg. So going to Duke was like Hometown. I guess close enough. I don't know how South Carolina people feel about Duke and okay, UNC. Well, I, mean, I know I know they're like neighbors, neighbors. Right. I don't know, but I don't know how the Kakalakis you know what I mean? I don't know the relationship with, are with each other. I mean, we'll see. I'm not counting them out. I you can't count them out, but it's like, oh man. All I'm all I'm saying is I nervous. Think, it's just nervous season. Yeah, my opinion is I think RJ is gonna have a better overall career. Yeah, especially with this knee injury now, it kind of changes a lot of I, things. I keep saying it. I would have draft. I would have been that GM that drafted RJ over Zion. I'm still not doing that. I mean, because clout. Yeah, clout and hope. You, you hope want, cl- you clout comes tickets. from hope. Yeah, you want to sell tickets? Yeah, RJ's not selling. Tickets. I want to win. You're not willing. You're still not winning with the Knicks. Yeah. So you might as well put some serious seats in Madison Square Garden. RJ's not selling tickets, and he's not winning you nothing. Maybe, but you could build around it. They've been building since Bernard King. The Knicks are trash. Let's just be honest. They'll always be trash. <laughs> Let's just be honest. I hope LeBron wilds on niggas this year. 
People are saying, you niggas better hope he don't win a ring. He may not win another chip. Watch. He's going to win another one before he retires. People are also saying, Warriors don't make it to the playoffs. Eight spots, they'll make it to the playoffs. Mm. It depends if Steph is going to be hurt. Because you know he's going to be hurt a little bit. I think it was Jason that's Williams. a lot of work. I think Jason Williams said that. Jason Williams' predictions were... Duke um, Jason Williams yeah. or White Chocolate? J- Duke Jason Williams. Oh, yeah, White Chocolate's not a commentator. Yeah, he said... Um, he's the one that said that uh, Simmons will be in the MVP talks. No. LeBron doesn't win another chip. Silly. Golden State does not make it to the playoffs. Um, And the chip will go to Houston. No. Denver. No. Utah. What? Who was the fourth team? Clippers. Uh, Clippers. Okay, I was like, at least say the Clippers, Jesus. Because mm-hmm. none of those, as as uh, as the Southern folks say, near one of those teams are beating the Clippers. It's 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 the most even playing field the league has Nair. ever had. N A A N. Oh, um, that's Nan. Yeah, that's what you're saying. I thought it was Nair. Nan. Oh, it's Nan. Nan. But yeah. you know Nan. What a word. Okay. Carry on, my um, bad. Most even playing field in the NBA, long time. I couldn't tell. I couldn't definitively say, you're coming out the West, you're coming out the East. It's super even. It's really about who shows up after the All-Star break. Hmm. The East got one year. And that's o- it, then it's over. Oh, yeah, the, Rap- the Raptors, I don't even see foresee the Raptors making out the first round. Let this be a PSA to the niggas in the East. This is the only year you got. Because once KD comes back, <laughs> it's over <laughs> for the East. That is true. I haven't even thought about that. Swear to God, bro. Yeah. It's over for the East. Period. Unless he gets hurt. Okay. But, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're hoping, like, you know, this is the end. Mm-hmm. If it's like he doesn't get hurt anymore kind of thing, or like little tweaks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, Kyrie and KD are like mans, man. Big trouble. Like, they are like mans. Like, these niggas love each other, bro. So it's like. That's scary, bro. Right. Who do you guard at the top of the key? Because everybody's going to put you on skates. You seen this one one leg shit James Harden's bringing to the league? Dumb. It's going to be a thing. it's, It's, It's already a thing. He's tried it like seven times in preseason. It's gonna be a thing. I'm kind of I'm off James Harden. I don't think I'm a oh boy. Somebody hates James Harden. Listen, whether you like it or not, what James is doing now is what AI was doing back when he changed. Yeah, but the carry are you rule. winning any championships? I get it. I need chips, especially with all that talent I, surrounding you. Listen, I get what you. I saying. need chips. Bro. I'm talking about individual player influence on the game, like. He's. They had to change. AI went to the finals. AI beat one of the greatest the teams yeah, yeah. of all time. Dumb. All I right, hear, I hear you, bro. You can't even put them in. That's not even the same stratosphere. You're talking about player accomplishment. I'm talking about accomplishment has to be part of the player, bro. No, no, Otherwise, no. what here, are we doing? Here what, no, I'm talking We're about and one. No, that's what I'm saying. Because of AI, the carry rule changed. Your hand right. has to only be on top of the bar. Are you talking about it in rule changer? My bad. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. James is going to force them to change some rules, Certain rules as it pertains to traveling. Right. Because I saw a video. They broke down his jab step, like his his uh, step back. 
why it looks like a travel, but it's not. Like his trainer was like breaking down like the first step is, I don't know if it's like a ghost step. I don't know what they call it, but that first step is what throws people off because most defenders count the first step back as one, mm-hmm. two, okay, that's second, I'm a jump, but he still has one more. Right. So you've jumped and then now you're that's heading towards jump. him. So it's all in how the ball bounces and that tap step. But because of that, they're going to have to change some shit. Because yeah. right now, defenders are at a disadvantage and players are getting hurt. Because right. now you're jumping into your exactly, feet. and I'm I'm I have now my legs are in your zone, right? So because n- I don't know when your step is exactly. So it's not even like following you. It's like you you can roll your ankle, right? Very much so. Easy. Every shot could be a potential ankle. Very thing. easy. So now that's because I'm always recovering to your shot. That's why they they call it more often because it's designed to protect the shooter. Yeah, you and ever I, got hit with a step back? That shit is, it's very difficult to guard. It's almost like, oh yeah. shit, you're shooting now? Damn. <laughs> Damn. I, I th- remember I told you I thought I was ready for the, um, I thought I was ready for the league. Back in the day, I played at RDV and um, their their point guard was 6'4". I'm 5'9". Their point guard was 6'4". And his, for him to cross me up blew my mind because you're taller, like you're, you're more person than I am. You're taller than me, you're heavier than me. How are you crossing me up? Because it's like, his legs are so long. Right. So it's almost like it should be easier. And it's like. Exactly. So his jab into the step is like a car distance away from me. Mm. So I know, like, when you say, you ever been stepped back? Like, yes. Yes. And I this nigga's 6'4. Right. So now, if I don't catch him on the way up, oh, that's, I'm just going to wait for the rebound. Maybe get back on, you know, maybe I'm outlet now. My man Jared hits me with a step back. It's. It's disgusting. And, fucking hate that nigga. And then man. you recovering, so now that's what I'm saying. They're gonna have to change some stuff because now you gotta you gotta protect the shooter and you gotta protect the defender. So now some something's gotta give on this tap 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 mm. shot for the next shot. I just wish that this all this talent translated into something. I think they're gonna have a good season. Him and Russ. I think they're gonna have a good season, but it's gonna end the same. Mm. Sad you know face. What I'm saying? Sad face. Like it's gonna almost. It's it's always an almost. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they just they just blunder towards the end. Like everything just comes in disarray when they really need it not to that's the playoffs for unravel. Mm-hmm. It unravels to its like peak with these guys. That's the play- that's what playoffs does to people. It exposes whatever whatever your strengths are. It exposes whatever your weaknesses are. It exposes. Yeah, it heavily. Yeah. And then you're because you're pl- now you're playing against elite all the time. Right. Exactly. And you only have seven. You only have like seven, eight days. Yeah. You can do a couple exhibition, exhibition. You can play Charlotte. You can play whoever. Have a terrible game, bounce back. Mm-hmm. Playoffs. This all elite. I'm very yeah. interested to see how the Lakers are going to do, especially since Jay Williams said that. Very yeah. interested. I think it's it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of game sevens. Yeah. Whole playoffs. Yeah. Ton that's, of game that's sevens. A, that's a and that's what we want. Shit. That's what we need. I mean, a longer playoff run, I'll take it. Yeah, more games to watch. Who you go, Who you got? East, West, and then we can close it down. Lakers for the West. I'm wow. West. I'm, yeah, I'm still a fan. You're a fan, but I, I don't know. I mean, unless he gets hurt, mm-hmm. because I, I'm still of the same essence that they would have done a much better had he not gotten hurt sure. because of what he had. Yeah. So I'll just say that too. So I'm still going with the Lakers in the West because I don't really see any other teams, and I don't trust Paul George in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I think historically, Kawhi, I think Kawhi is in for a rude awakening. But Kawhi did it with Kyle Lowry. I was just going to say, so he can do it say. with anybody. 
Mm-hmm. So that's still that. Yeah. So it's still going to be a lot of great defense. So it's going to be tough. Yeah. I think I think the Clippers are going to hold a lot of people to their lowest score half. Yeah, in history. That's going to be. That's what it is. It's going to be difficult to score, but it's also like. I think it's obviously going to be Lakers, Clippers in the Western Conference. Wow, definitely. I think they're going to even program it to make sure it gets that way. Okay, just for views, mm-hmm. but you know, whatever. East, it got to be the Bucks. No, they lost some. No, Chris Middleton's still there, but they lost Brogdon. Mm, they still got. As long as they got Giannis, they can build around that. It's got to be the Bucks, because because if you really think about it, the Raptors came out. No, I'm gonna go with what's it called? Don't say Philly. Yeah, I'm. Because really, yeah, I'm going with Giannis. I'm still going. Giannis, yeah, because really think about why the Raptors got out. It was just a lot of like wild buzzer beater type shit. Right, because they got to the Eastern Conference against the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going Bucks. Yeah, it's because it's I still Bucks. feel like the Philly just and they lost Jimmy. Not enough. And you lost Jimmy. So now it's like, damn, you lost Jimmy, bro. God damn. That was your closer. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Because instead of giving the ball to Jimmy, mm-hmm. your dumbass drew up a play for fucking, um, what's his name? J.J. Redick to miss the shot anyway. Uh, he's good for and that, And he though. left. He's so, good for that shot, though. Not in the not for let's, a game winner, bro. Let's keep it a bean. He's off the screen? Maybe at Duke. No, nah, he's, he's been doing it in the league. He's buzzer a, beaters? He's a journeyman now, but... Buzzer beaters, bro? Hey, man. All I'm telling you is... I've never seen a buzzer beater highlight by J.J. Reddick all, since he got All the I'm league, telling bro. you is he's good for that, J. Not... Well, shit. Now that you drew plays for uh for him, he's gone and Jimmy's gone. Your mother. <laughs> yeah, take that with you. <laughs> you lost both of them anyway. Yeah. So now you have no closer. Yeah. Josh Richardson from the Miami, but he's not Jimmy. Yeah. Miami's gonna be kind of good this year. I think I think Miami's gonna get Joe Johnson. He just got no. Re- Joe Johnson's playing. Just got released. Damn, you just got on. They just they they flat released him. Damn, ain't no love in the heart of the city. Ain't no love in the heart of the town. Just straight release Joe Johnson, veteran. But he just got back because of the big three thing. So he was pretty much on pins and needles anyway. Yeah. I just thought they would have at least given him a game or two. He's a good person to just have on the court. Right, because there's a lot of people that aren't on rosters. I don't think Jamal Crawford's on the roster. I mean, Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo, word. Word. On that note. <laughs> on that note. You watch Power? Speaking Negative. of. Negative. Okay, so there's no point in talking I about the, it. I am the highest level of Gucci on that show. Speaking of Gucci. Speaking of Gucci. Before we leave, bro. That he's a clone? No, it. not that. <laughs> I believe. How clone. bad was it that? Did you watch this Charlemagne thing with him? The Angela Yee thing. Yeah. How bad is it that someone just disrespects your man right in front of you on wax? I didn't see the whole thing. I just saw the Angela Yee like Asian box thing. Yeah, but he like he like said all of this like on like for the for the news like You're everybody about sees th- that it. particular like part. Yeah, and he called and he called um envy like a pussy and all that stuff. Wow. On on wax, bro. To Charlemagne. Wow. Right? I don't remember that part. Yeah, like the interview is wild, bro. Like it's almost like Charlemagne, like what you doing? You're not going to defend your people? That clearly shows that there's problems because. Wow. Otherwise there's think, problems now. You don't think Gucci's a clone? Nah. Gucci he, man lost a lot, just lost weight. Man, he, if you, he because, came out hella different, bro. If, but this is what I'm saying. If you're a Gucci man fan, 
yeah. and you listen to him, yeah. you still know that this is the same person. The He's man different. looks different, though. Mm. Acts different. Talks different. Talks different because he just he's more educated. That nigga teeth is white, white. That's just surgery. Oh, and it might be veneers too. Yeah, that's just the veneers. And then the what's it called? Speaking differently. That's just He still has that underbite though. That's still that's just what's it called? That's just um code switching. So you're just doing that to be more marketable. You he's, have to do that because it doesn't go with your thing. Remember, Gucci Man was a scary man, bro. <laughs> Very much scary man. So it's like he has to do yeah, that yeah. and then some rebrand just to kind of be met in the middle. Like, oops, yeah. I guess so. I don't know. Hmm. It was just sad to see someone talk about these people in front of him. And it was just like, damn, bro. I mean, it's. I think it's, you might not agree with this, but I think it's in the same way sports commentators can't talk about their, like, their favorite team. Like, this is my favorite team. It's professional. It's unprofessional to have bias. So maybe it's like that. Maybe in, in the culture, it's like. Right. But this is, but, but it wasn't a breakfast club interview. That's, that's it what was I'm like, saying. now this is my bi- other, other business. And you're talking about this business. It's freedom of speech, man. He's just letting that man get it off. He, who knows what he said to him off camera? But it wouldn't change. It wouldn't change your dynamics with that person afterwards. If you heard me talking to somebody, and they're like, "Yeah, fuck da 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 da." He's mm-hmm. a bitch ass nigga. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. I'm not like, yo, like, all right, we get it. Like, you don't like it. Maybe you should just have a conversation with him off air, not just right figure, here. Right, right, right. You wouldn't feel like some kind of way. Afterwards, yeah. me coming like, yo, 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 What's this good? is Say Word Podcast, episode 35. Brr, this is my man. Like, you're not going to yeah, be like, yo, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. you, bro. We would have to address it immediately on wax. Mm, this is true. At least for me. I agree for us that. to even move forward. Maybe it's the Haitian in I, did, I didn't catch that, the whole. It's bad. Because I, I know him and that whole him and ye thing had just resurfaced. Yeah. Um, it was bad, bro. It was highly disrespectful. Highly disrespectful. Wow. Yeah. Business, man. Business is business. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> this is a Say Word podcast, man. Yo, Brian, peace to you, brother. See you soon. Peace.